and welcome. Thank you for joining us here on Bond by Numbers once again. Today it is fun time for Bond by Numbers. We've got ourselves our first of hopefully several what if episodes. We have brought our trusted or perhaps not so trusted roulette wheel back into the fold <laughs> and we're going to see what we're served up. We all have our, like, our British TV show host salesman's jackets on, car salesman's jackets on right now. Why, why British? Why? I, I, obviously you live in the UK, Scott, uh -huh, but uh -huh. there's a key difference between like British game show hosts and American game show hosts. Okay. American game show hosts, or even American, or even um, an American even like late night host, for example, mm -hmm. they dress pretty well in most cases. Yeah, I, I find that so. uh, British TV hosts and British game show hosts, they dress like clowns or they or, or use car salesmen. No was, offense, you know, to Britain or anything like that, but. What was the last that, British that, TV? They they, <laughs> they literally have not changed their style since 1960. Okay, I, I gotta ask you what the latest British game show you've seen is. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Uh, there's like that World's Greatest Trivia Contest one. Huh? World's Greatest uh, Trivia. I forget, I, forget, I forget the name of it, but it's like a trivia thing they do all the time. Something uh, car? Is it the what's his name? Then there's that game. At, then there's that game. Uh, it's like Scrabble. Mm-hmm. You mean Countdown? <laughs> countdown, that's the one I was thinking right. of. Countdown, yeah, okay. exactly. It Perhaps just... I'm basing my, my observations on something two years ago that I might have saw, or even yeah. before then. I think I think maybe you are. But 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 then again, I'm sitting in my bathroom with disheveled hair and a frozen pizza in my hand and a, a bottle of orange juice. <laughs> a frozen pizza in your yeah, hand? You didn't even heat it up. Well, it's I, I didn't heat it back up, no. Ah, oh, okay. Okay, that's okay. Not frozen pizza, cold pizza, I meant mm -hmm. to say. Yeah, okay. I think you're still living in that, that that little moment in the 80s where people believed, maybe it was Hal and, and uh, what's her name on Body Break, uh, but, but they said that cold pizza in the morning oh, yeah. is good for you. Joanne? Is it Hal Joanne and Joanne? McLeod. Joanne McLeod. Anyway, now, why uh, wasn't Joanne McLeod on, on your 80s list? She should have been on the 80s list, man. Right, well, well let's, uh, let's get to it, okay? <laughs> so, how are you guys doing anyway with all this COVID stuff? Uh... I'm getting, I'm, getting, I'm getting annoyed and frustrated. I'm hard well, that's the thing. I, I, yeah, and uh, and and I'm not a germaphobe, but I'm I'm I get like now I'm starting to get anxiety just going to places, and I'm like, because I had to go to the mechanics this week, and like, mm -hmm. anyway, it's just stupid shit. And it's Rachel, Rachel, on, Rachel no. yeah, and that's the thing is that the other thing is that people are not following like I mean okay I understand Josh, you just said I just haven't washed my hands enough, or I don't wash enough. You you can't really wash your hands enough in this kind of sense but people are not social distancing like i was walking through no. the park yesterday and i was like did they open the fucking parks yet i don't think so and yeah. i just saw a whole bunch of kids like unless they're like like all this they're all a family but there was like four kids just sitting on bleachers at a baseball diamond like like hanging out and i'm like fuck you actually yeah. <laughs> you i didn't say anything but i was like stop people People are. That's people the are, problem. This yeah. thing is really showing how deep down, how I think, how selfish people are. Well, that's like, that's what it is, right? Yeah. And, and, and there's not that they're bad people, but it's just that, like, yeah. It, I think it just shows in in the human condition how much mm -hmm. social creatures we are. Oh, and, oh, it is. And and Rachel worked her night shift last night, like three thirty to eleven thirty, and she was telling me how bad it is, and like they were, t and her boss was telling her how bad it is in other. Um, long-term care homes that they're not saying on the news and oh my god man like uh, 
it's bad. I like, wonder. I wonder if the focus, you know, really, is, going, is going to shift really to those bad. establishments now. Well, let me. I'll give you an example. She was saying that there is a long-term care home around here where there's one nurse. Wow. Wow. And, and she has like 200 patients that she has to medicate and do everything herself. That's crazy. So, so that's basically she's going to quit, and then there will be no one. And that's hell. That's bad. Yeah. In, in these difficult times where we're all isolated and where we're all at home and we're worrying about uh, the frontline key workers, I think we all need a good laugh. And that's what today's show is all about. Absolutely. There we go. Yeah. I agree with that. And so, I agree with that. What, so let's what have we're doing, some fun. Yeah, let's have some fun. Basically, what we've gone and done here for this What If Bond Ladies episode, we have taken um, the decades of the James Bond franchise. So we've got the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and so on up until the modern day, and we've selected, for the ease of the roulette, 18 individual actors mm. who didn't play Bond girls, Bond women, Bond ladies, if you will. We're going to be using that word interchangeably over the next little while, so we're hoping not to cause offense. Let's just put that disclaimer out there now. These are ladies, not girls, but we're, we're, we're probably going to slip into that moniker, aren't we? Yeah, that's yes. just a, yes. an iconic yeah. term. It's that, just, you know, yeah, it's exactly. Get around. It's not a disrespect. Not at all. And we have 18 uh, women from each era who did not play James Bond uh, leading or supporting female roles. Never part of it. Now, these uh, these 18 were not selected at random, by the way. I, I went through the list of actors who, you know, were both popular, uh, top-earning, uh, critically acclaimed, some foreign as well. And I also looked and tried to cross-reference them with the budgets of each films so that, you know, which types of actors, actresses would have been likely to, you know, work in a film yes. like this. And so I, yeah. I've tried to do it as scientifically as possible. Most of the names on each of these lists you guys will know and will be easily, mm -hmm. I think, hopefully easily uh, kind of shoveled into the conversation. But what we're going to do is select a film at random. We're then going to discuss which girl we want, which lady, which actor we want to replace, which role we're going to replace, and then we're going to spin the roulette again, and whatever number comes up, that's the conversation we're going to have. So this is not a, uh, you know, um, a who's who of our wish list. This instead is a mashup conversation, which we really hope that you enjoy and get a kick out of, because we got no idea what's coming. There are no, yes. I did, I, you know, these numbers are all random, and the roulette's going to take care of it for us. So I'm I'm happy and I'm ready to go, guys. Anything to say before we get started on the Bond What If Ladies mashup? Uh, no, um, but I, I think this is going to be uh, a nice little fun episode that I think everyone needs a little, little fun and a little uh, sort of chuckle. So I, th I hope this, this helps everyone in their uh, state of isolation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't help but notice in the 60s list in particular, I see a lot of... Uh, Hitchcock uh, people in here. Why uh, not? There are, well, yeah, there are some Hitchcock people that, in there, but that that's might, not me. That, that, might have, that might have bled in a little bit. Maybe just a little Maybe bit. Maybe a little bit, but I mean, yeah. I was also trying to select names of actors who we could speak about and we know. I mean, there are other very highly successful uh, foreign film stars, you know, from Europe or from Asia who I, I just didn't put in here because yes. our, you know, the Bond films aren't really... Uh, they're, they're not really cemented in those traditions as much. So I, I think I've done a good job here, okay? Yes, and, you have. Oh, yeah. Let, you, let's see. I, I, let's absolutely. See. I wasn't criticizing. No, no, um, it's okay. It's okay. I, I was just uh, poking fun. Right. But uh, to, to, to be fair, though, if anyone was listening to my Cubby's Corners uh, rants that I did every mm -hmm. episode last year, 
you would definitely have noticed that some of these names are they do make sense they do yeah. make a lot yeah. of sense actually in terms of, of what if scenarios right then gentlemen um you know, in the past, last year, season one, when I would ask you to open the casino doors, we would only open them for a few short moments. But now you have to keep those doors open for the entirety of our episode. So can you please open the casino doors for the first time in a wee while? Well, now that we have a bit of a budget now and, and a season <laughs> behind us, we'll just tell our lackeys to open the doors. How about that? Right. You go right ahead then. You, you speak to the lackeys. There we go. Okay, oh, Jeeves. Beautiful. Yeah. Open oh. it. <laughs> well, I'm here trying we are. to snap my fingers. You can't I'll, hear it. I'll, I'll, I'll go get Don Rickles in Casino as my pit boss, and he can open the doors. There we go. There you go. I'm looking through the smoke, and I can see I can see Blackjack to the left, and I can see oh I can see some slots actually. One armed bandits to the right, and and they're in is the middle. An, is there an elephant at the slots as well? <laughs> Not yet, but they're it in the was, middle. Is there, our is there an old? They're like a fifty-something Welsh gentleman uh, trying to like <laughs> steal quarters from, from there as well. Well, the, when Scott started saying I can see this through the side, it made me think of like Pokeroo. Mm. Like you know, oh, you're looking through the like. Well, no, you're, you're looking through the mirror, like, and I see John, or is that Marie Soleil? I know, is the one where you look through, the, and she's looking at people. She's like, For not I Canadian listeners, uh, the Pokeroo is, Pokeroo is from, what was the name of, what was the name of the Polka Dot show? Door. Polka Dot Door. door. Which is a mm-hmm. Canadian, like, kids program. Mm-hmm. Anyways, sorry. Not, yeah. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. yeah. pretty, pretty, was this, was this creature that, like, uh, showed up every now and then to talk to, like, the human people. Yeah. But he didn't really talk. He just said, Pokeroo! And gave me nightmares. And at the risk of losing more audience members, I think yes. perhaps we, we we move on now. What I was going to say, gentlemen, is that through the misty Sorry. haze, through the misty haze of our casino, I can see our roulette waiting for us, glowing in the distance. There's a crowd gathering. All right. There's a soft music playing. Mm-hmm. There's drinks being served, and good clothes and banter all around. And it's time for us now to take control of this table. So let's find out what James Bond film we're going to be dealing with first, shall we? All right. Door number one, Monty. The roulette is spinning. And we are moving on. To begin our what if with Bond 14, that is a view to a kill, a view to a kill. Interesting choice for number one roulette, because it's a a film that I think a lot of people would like to have changed a female lead for. Oh, by the way, speaking of a view to a kill, uh, your mom texted me the other day and her and her husband, John, are watching the James Bond films now. That's right. And she said that a view to the kill was the most exciting one that she saw so far of of the ones that she's watched. Had Go the figure, most action yeah. in it, and she really liked Grace Jones. So cool. Thanks, Ben. Okay. Cool. All right, guys. So of you two, a kill. Now, before <laughs> we spin the roulette to find out which, uh, you know, which which actor we're going to discuss in the new role for her, uh, right. which female are we going to replace here? Is it the henchwoman or is it the lead, Stacy Sutton? We'll go with Stacy. Yeah, we'll, that's, that's Stacy. Okay. Yeah. okay. Sorry, Tanya. So the replacement then. Let's see who that's is going to be. Donna's mom. Seven red. Seven red brings me to Melanie Griffith. Melanie uh, Griffith. Well. Okay. Hmm. Could Melanie okay. Griffith have been a good replacement, or how would she have worked in A View to a Kill with a 54-year-old Roger Moore? I think it'd be almost 56 like the same year thing, old really. Roger Moore. Well, I'm sure Roger would have been fine with it. Yes, of course. <laughs> he would have been uh, happier with it, I Melanie's think. Melanie's a lovely lady, a, lo- a lovely young lady. I love working with her. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, but he, um, well, you know, he, he wasn't greatly fond of Tanya Roberts' age in that film. I mean, he's been on record of saying it. It's a bit ridiculous when I'm old enough to be her grandfather or her father. Yeah. You know, that here I am playing her love interest. So Melanie Griffith, 1985. Uh, so that think? would be around the time of Body Doubles. So it would have been, yeah. That would be, you know, that's a pretty big time for her career. So and, yeah. I mean, she could she slide in there? Could she slide in there okay? I think she could easily. She I probably, think she could absolutely. She would have think, probably, yeah. Sorry, sorry Jeff. Sorry, no, no, Jeff. No. Continue. I was going to say, just look, if you look at the character mm-hmm. in the film and how Tanya Roberts played her, I don't think there would be an issue with Melanie Griffith playing her. I mean, I know that I, I'm not a huge fan of Melanie Griffith, but I mean, I, I don't see a big difference between Melanie Griffith and Tanya Roberts in that role. So I don't see a big I don't see how she couldn't really t- do this role. I'm, I'm putting this out here, to, and I'm sorry, <laughs> Tanya Roberts fans, but Melanie Griffith, while I don't think she's one of the greatest actors, I do think that she would have been pretty good. And I think she would have been better in that role than Tanya Roberts was, in my opinion. Yeah, that's what I was getting at in yeah. a nice way. But yes. I think a lot of people yeah. would have agreed with you on that there, too. Yeah, I think that. I, 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 yeah. I would say even others from the list as well would have probably just as good. When when did she break up with Don Johnson? That's a good uh, question. Probably in the nineties, because that's when she got together with uh, Antonio Banderas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was Miami was, Vice going on the... in eighty five? Yeah, I think it was just starting. Oh, it? oh, it, well, the first season was eighty four. Okay, so yeah, yeah so hmm. okay, yeah. right. I'm just trying to get her popularity within the spectrum of both Bond and and, and the film that her uh, her then husband. So or... she actually got divorced. And remarried to him a couple of times, I think. Oh, so did she? Okay. Well, yeah. They were a turbulent couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, she didn't marry Don Johnson until 1989, it appears. So uh, maybe she was just at home watching Miami Vice at the time, not actually uh, within oh, his Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true, because awesome. that, cause, cause that would match up. Because if they got married, then probably soon after they would, have had a, they would have had Dakota, right? So Yeah. But, you know, before this becomes a conversation which Laura Mulvey and others would criticize us for, trying to define her oh. by the role of her husband's um, right, career. Right. Yeah, that would have she, she was she was, an act, she was an actor of, uh, of a certain appeal at that point. It wasn't just body yeah. double, was it? No, 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 of course, of course. And I think sure. that you know, if you're looking at Stacey Sutton, I think you're absolutely right, Jeff. Uh, she slides pretty easily into this, and she would probably have given the action a little bit more punch, I think. I think it would have been a big boost to her career, too, to be in a movie mm-hmm. like that. I mean, she wasn't mm-hmm. body double, and she was also like in Night Moves, another noir, of uh, uh, right. modern noir of that era. Yeah. So, I mean, like, she definitely had that background behind her where she could have played this, like, all-American girl type you know and yeah uh i could have seen her realistic in the role and almost quirky and cute well yeah. Yeah. what about what about her knocking off roger i mean do you, do you see her bouncing lines with roger good i mean i think it's possible i think i i, I don't know like she could have found the uh the charm in him mm-hmm. she, had, she she does movies she did movies where she's like you know she sometimes has to deal with older men mm-hmm. and uh, I, I, she seemed to have a chemistry like mm-hmm. yeah men and body moves stuff like that right it's All right. Awesome. Well, it's an interesting it's an interesting start that the roulette served up because to me it, it is, seems like it a pretty is. easy fit. Uh, it wasn't... Move, sorry, not yeah. body moves. Yeah. Body break. <laughs> body break. <laughs> you body still got Hal Johnson here. on your mind. I Listen, surely do. That, I've already told you. Man. Hal is not on this list. Okay, you can't. Okay, sorry. You can't put Hal Johnson in here or Suzanne. Okay, fine. Joanne. Joanne. <laughs> Suzanne. Whatever. 
Joanne, yeah, whatever. whatever. <laughs> Where are the fact checkers? That's right. Yes. We are going down a lot of Canadian TV uh, rabbit holes just now, though. We have we have pit bosses, but we don't have fact checkers. <laughs> Where are the fact checkers? <laughs> All right, shall we move on, guys? We've got uh, yes, View to a yes, Kill yes, done, yes, yes. so let's let's move on and yeah. and check yeah. out our second Bond film. Unless there's something else you want to say about Melanie Griffith. No, I, I think I think we I think we did that justice. So let's keep. Okay, let's here we go. The second film, then, that we're going to play around with. Our roulette is going to play around with. I'm flipping through images of the uh, of, of the list on my phone as if it was the roulette wheel. It's Bond number three. It's Goldfinger. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So we've got to go to our okay. 60s list for this now. Yeah. Yeah. 60s yep. list. And let's find out, shall we? Okay, yes. Yes, yeah, indeed. You guys don't have the numbers. I have the numbers on my list. Yeah, sure, I don't. So you've no idea what's coming. I can only I match them up to what I randomized this morning. So let's see. Ah. We have Black 31, and that's going to be number 13. That, that my friends, it's, 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 it's not Elizabeth Taylor. No, it's Jane Fonda. Oh. Jane Fonda. Now, are, are we going to presume we're putting her in place of Pussy Galore? Yeah, it makes sense. I like this fit. Wow. I like uh, this. This is actually hilarious. Because Jane Fonda, Jane Fonda and how feminist she is and having mm-hmm, the character mm-hmm, of Pussy Galore. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and th- but this is a few years before Barbarella. Yeah, no, right? no, no. I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Barbarella yeah, yeah. kind of, I think, diffuses her that human, was, feminism that was a little 60, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, uh, Barbarella was 68. And, uh, 68, yeah. right. I don't think Fonda was a feminist then because I think it wasn't until she did like the 70s when she was with uh, Godard and stuff like that when she got all political. Well, uh, you know, when she became Hanoi Jane and all that. Yeah, that was like 1970 or 71 because I think mm-hmm. that's like there's a photos of her. When, yeah, I think that was oh, well, actually, fact checkers check that out, but I'm pretty sure it was probably about 70 because isn't there photos with her and like um, uh, Carrie, weren't they? Around the same time, like mm. was it John Kerry, the guy who ended up being? Oh, uh, oh John Kerry, yes, of course, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Anyways, I thought I thought there was they had some connection. Well, guys, let me let me tell you, okay, Sorry. that uh, in 1964, she's uh, she's doing good roles. She's doing challenging films. You know, there's certainly nothing uh, nothing light about what she's doing. She's she did do the popular film Cat Bayou. Do you Cat remember? Cat Bayou, really? yeah, that, that's right. Well, Barbarella, as Jeff said, was 68. Before mm. that, she was in uh, Spirits of the Dead. Then she did uh, a couple of others, uh, co- romantic comedies, Bachelor Girl Apartment, The Chase with Marlon Brando. So that was kind of a big ticket number there for her. I mean, yeah. Jane Jane would not have... You know, I'd be surprised if Jane wasn't in some producer's conversations at the time. Oh, Jane Fonda. I, oh, I'm sure she was, absolutely. A beautiful actor, you know, good, very good chops, capable of holding down a leading man, you know, in terms of her dialogue control and, and scene delivery. I mean, and she's got a name here. I, I could see her in the role of Pussy Galore. I don't think our yeah. roulette's given us yeah. too much trouble yet. Uh, no. yeah. Oh, by the way, there is a... I would and say... Sorry, Jeff. I was going to say, there is a photo of her and John Kerry in 1970 at an anti-war rally, so I was bang on. I just want to say that. There you go. Well done, buddy. You knew more about that than I did, certainly. Indeed. Well, all I can say is I might interject and say that maybe like late, <laughs> late, late sixties, early seventies, Fonda, I think could have uh-huh. pulled off Pussy Galore. 
I think mm-hmm. she was still kind of soft in her career back in the six back when Goldfinger came out. So yep. I don't know if she would have had the same chops as Honor Blackman did in the role, in my personal opinion. Okay. And, and not just chops, but I think screen presence and attitude. I don't know. It's, it's really hard to say. Fonda yeah. is known for having an it attitude. Is. So, I mean, it's again, it's a what-if scenario, right? So, well, it is. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, see, I see where you're coming from because she's still, like, I mean, she's, what, she's what, 27 and 64? Right. And, again, she hadn't really, I mean, I guess if she had done an X-rated movie, but her roles, yeah, like you were saying, is she didn't have sort of, like, crazy roles at that point. So, uh, I don't know if that would have maybe bled into how she would portray them. She may not have sort of taken how she is as an actress in the late 60s and and with the tumultuous of the politics towards, you know, how she would portray a role like that. I agree with you, Jeff. And I think as well, like, I I know we didn't didn't pull uh, Diamonds Are Forever on the roulette wheel, but I think she would have been a great Tiffany Case, in my opinion. Yes. Yeah, I can see that. For sure. If, If they had done, like, the if they had done the book Justice, that is... I think she could have done the, the role of Tiffany Keith from the novel very well. But in, in thinking about Goldfinger, I mean, you know, you said you think Honor Blackman was able to maybe moxie that one a little bit better than she could. I think so. But I mean, okay. I, again, again, uh, the real trick to this whole scenario is, is that like, it's very difficult to take us from what we've seen to what we're kind of mm-hmm. speculating on what could have been. I, I don't know. I mean, we, we're not replacing any feature except for the actor. So I I still see Gert Froehl acting as he does, Sean Connery doing what he does, and I think Jane Fonda would have been really interested in this movie. I, I agree. I do. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of think so. I think she might have been maybe a little a little young for the role, but I think uh, that she could have pulled it off. I, I well, agree she, with you there, guys. She would have been working for cheap, too. That presumably. is true. Presumably, she only had six or seven credits to her name by the time 1964 rolled around. So, anyway, yeah, an interesting one, though. There's our second one in, and our yeah. uh, roulette yeah. is giving us something. It's Let's definitely see. not out of the realm of possibility. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way. Like, that actually makes sense. Like, I could I could definitely, like, it makes sense. Well, let's see if this next one makes sense. Gents, here we go. Sure. Rolling this roulette again for our third discussion. I'm very interested in... Um, I'm very pleased with the roulette's behavior so far. Number 15, Black 15, The Living Daylights. Ah. Living Daylights. Living Daylights. So are we going to... We're going to spin to replace uh, Mariam Dabo. Mariam Dabo sounds good. Sure. What, other, what other role do we have in the movie? Well, we've got that uh, lovely girl on the yacht, uh, the yacht boat at the beginning. The oh, yacht. Yeah, <laughs> Caroline Bliss, I guess. I, 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 of course. Let's just, do, let's just do Dabo. Yeah. Of course, it's Dabo. Let's see who <laughs> played that part. <laughs> so, back to our 80s list, guys. It is number seven. Number seven on our 80s list. It's Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, okay. Well, well I, I see, got to picture Jamie Lee Curtis okay. with, with, with like a Russian, with like a Czech, with a Russian accent, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Didn't we but get that in True Lies? I, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. Jamie Lee Curtis, she was in a lot of 80s stuff, and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> 
Uh, Let's just have a little look here, okay? I just want to take a look. Blue Steel, Blue Steel, what's that that movie? Uh, Trading Places? Yeah, that's yeah, a great movie. Fish called Wanda. So this is, so... Fish called Wanda, yeah, for sure. Which had John Cleese, so I mean, uh-huh. possibly, yeah, I can possibly see it. Well, what I about guess... playing the cellist? What about playing that double agent cellist? I mean, could she have pulled off with Dalton's coldness or his, his sort of, his, you know, Dal- Dalton's uh, uh, front? What do you think there? I don't, she... here's the thing. I think the dynamic of like Dalton and mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis seems more like our a British comedy more so than yeah. it does like a uh, Bond film. I don't think the dynamic would have worked, to be honest. So here, here's the thing. So in in the same year that uh, The Living Daylights came or around the same year, okay, so it was give or take like a year depending on filming, uh, it would have been A Fish Called Wanda, okay? That's right, the one that right. she was in. So that would be 1988, 87. I, I just, I don't think this one would work. Now... <laughs> I just don't. Like, I mean, when I think of Jamie Lee Curtis, I like how she kind of got revitalized in the roles of, like, True Lies and stuff like that. And then she, again, like, in about another decade, she started playing, like, funny mom roles like Freaky Friday. Or in Knives Out as well. It was great in that movie. Well, exactly. But in the last, like, 10, 15 years, she's kind of really honed sort of, like, that older... Uh, no, and no offense, but and um, she was set against James Bond too. She was with <laughs> Daniel. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, oh, that's a good point. Yes, uh, bringing it back. Uh, but <laughs> she's known as a scream queen, and you know she did the Halloweens in the late seventies when she was ve- like tw- twenty to like twenty three, right? So did she do? Was she in the first movie only, or I thought she, she was in the first? No, two, she was in the first uh, two, and then came okay, back and did two. like the last twelve or something. However many there are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so, anyways, like. I just don't think, uh, I don't think, I just, I can't picture her in the Dabo role, personally. Well, guys, you I know just, what? I'm I'm agreeing with you here. I do not see her as Kara Milboy at all, but no. I gotta be honest with this, and I hope that you can see where I'm coming from. I think she would have nailed it in License to Kill. Now, you know, uh, the, oh, pa- yeah. the Pam Bouvier yeah, character, I think she fits there. And it's not just the short hair, okay, before you go there. It's not just yeah. the short hair. She's tough and American. she's attractive and American. Well, that's I can the thing. Totally see she's that one playing working. an American. And I that I I think you're right. I think that would make... And she already had the short hair, so there you go. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're right. I think I was going to say, like... That would make a little more sense to me, but I can't. I just can't. I can't see it for her *Living Daylights* personally, for her character. Fair enough. That. And I suppose you know, if we're thinking of *License to Kill* too, and I know we haven't done that yet, but Carrie Lowell did a good job in the film. Like she really she, did. So she did. Oh yeah, man. I wonder she, if she was maybe channeling some of some of Jamie Lee Curtis there. Ah, uh, could it could be with the short hair. Maybe you're absolutely That'd be right. Sad. I, I do I do appreciate Jamie Lee Curtis. I I, I quite enjoy her. I don't think she's her. a Bond girl type. That's just my feeling about her. This film, I don't think uh, she's a Bond girl. As well okay, as. but uh, she wouldn't like, have worked. She wouldn't have worked with a Roger. She would have out kind of. I wouldn't say outclassed him. Certainly not. But she she was too strong for a Roger Moore film. Well, the weird thing about that too is Roger would have known her quite well because he mm-hmm. was friends with he's friends with Tony Curtis and they mm-hmm. did. Oh, you know, good point. Yeah, because yeah, what was that show they did? The, Persuade, <laughs> the Persuaders together, yeah, right? That's and, right, yeah. And yeah. I mean, I've read of Roger Moore's book and I've been talking about Tony Curtis and how Tony Curtis was very fond of talking how much she loved his wife's, you know, breasts that and stuff would have like been that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that, that would have been <laughs> awkward as, as hell. <laughs> a, little, a little too close to home. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Pretty close. Yeah. Okay, right. Right. Deep. 
pretty close. So what are we saying? Are we saying that the roulette's given us a dud here because Jamie Lee Curtis for that film and maybe for Bond at the time is just a little too tough if you're going to put it yeah. up with, with Dalton's toughness? I, I don't know if that's fair because, again, you know, I Harry Lowell does a great job were, of license if, to if, kill. If they were interested in casting, like, a Bond girl in the role mm-hmm. of, like, um, Pamboo, Pamboo, the license to kill, if they, John Glenn wanted to go all gritty with it, Mm-hmm. Uh, then I think I think that realistically I can see Jamie Lee Curtis as a CIA as a former CIA pilot. You know, uh-huh. like I can okay. see her in that in in that role more so than Carrie Lowell. It, realistically, I guess if you're doing that situation. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Right. Okay. Well, we'll we'll move away from from this yeah. one and we'll, and we'll strike that one off our list. So that's the Living Daylights <laughs> taken care of here in this little game. Let's keep going, gents, and see who's next here. So the next film we're going to discuss. Suspense. Indeed. <laughs> it's Bond 25. It's Spectre. 25 Red. So we're going straight to our list of 20, 2010s now. Jeez, it feels like forever since that film's come out, but it isn't. It's only five years. Yeah. In the background, someone just got busted for being a sharp at the table. So Don Rickles and security will take care of that for us. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for keeping your eye on the floor. Got some Martin Scorsese shit going on in the back room right at the moment. <laughs> All right. Now, the thought of recasting Madeline Swan is not terribly attractive to me because I really like her. I like uh, oh, Leah Seydoux in the role. Leah yes. But yes. It, it's all in the name of the game. So here we go, guys. Yes. Who from our list of 2010s is the roulette going to put in that position? Let's see. We could have, I guess, shared these lists with the listeners, but I think there's something kind of fun about guessing, isn't there? Exactly. Well, maybe there's not. Maybe maybe it's only fun for me because I'm looking maybe, at it. Maybe <laughs> there's not. Yeah. Anyway, we're, de- we're dealing here, guys, with Margot Robbie, number 12. Uh, it's 12 red. I'm going to say no. You're going to say no, hey, as Madeline Swan. Josh, what do you think? Could Margot Robbie have, have done this one? Uh, well, I mean, she's she's well, Australian, so chances are she can do like a British or a Euro accent. So mm-hmm. I can kind of see her in the role. But for some reason, for Margot Robbie, seems a very kind of sunny blonde kind of type, kind of a more of a fun, mischievous type. And I don't see Madeline Swan in that role. Like, I could see someone more like uh, Natalie Dormer, who's also on your list here, or like uh, Emily Blunt or Rachel Weisz or someone. Yeah. So you think yeah. that the the role as written is just a little bit too. Um, a little bit too sullen, a little bit too closed for a character or for, for an actor like Margot Robbie? I think because Hollywood's so into typecasting sometimes that I just don't think they would they would consider her for that mm. role, you know? Okay. She would and, have come expensive too, right? I mean, she wouldn't have been a cheap I, find. At, well, 2015, maybe. Well, maybe. Yeah. Was Wolf of Wall Street? Was Wolf of, that's, that, well, actually, that, yeah, that's when she was That was before. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like because right now in 2015 she would have been like I guess Suicide Squad right that would, mm-hmm. and also with Tanya yeah, that's about right yeah and, that's but right. I, Tanya she was also Oscar Oscar worthy though too so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she's a good I, actor though she's a good actor she is. well that's the thing I I don't want to say by me saying no that I don't think she's a good actress and she is she played Elizabeth in the Mary Queen of Scott film which I watched recently she was she I haven't seen that yeah I haven't seen that I'm kind of I I want to but then I also heard up all of the inaccuracies and. Well, of course, like yeah. I my head against the desk. Yes, mm. and there are a lot of inaccuracies in there, but it's 
it's a good film. I mean, it's worth watching. It's pretty. It's a pretty film. It's well filmed. And uh, I mean, their representation of Dumfries got <laughs> that completely wrong, but that's a different uh, story. And so did Outlaw King, too, from what yeah. you told me. <laughs> when they did the Blackfriars scene, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But OK, so you guys are you guys seem to just be like, not nah, no Margot Robbie for this one. Uh, yeah. I think it could have. I think it could have worked, but I just can't hundred percent see it. I guess. I think she's a little bit. Fair enough. She's okay. A, yeah. I mean, physically, I that, do they work as a couple? Is, Are they well cast? Craig is, is good with Euro actresses, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, that's yeah. my. That's my feeling. He, he. He just seems to fit well with them. But let me let me put it this way: if if it was Margot Robbie of 2020, 2019, mm-hmm. maybe. Like if maybe. it was for, but because she's really done well for herself in the last couple of years, like she's well, taking a, a DC movies uh, film contract well, that's, helped you. That's with that. that's what no no that's what I mean. Um, and so, but if we're going from the time, if we're yeah. going contemporary of the time, that's I'm I'm saying I'm saying no in this case. But I'm saying if this current, you know, let's say the the new movie coming out or another one. I would be a little more open. Not uh, after Birds of Prey, though. I mean, like, uh, I, I like Margot Robbie, but like, I, I, I think she's miscast for that role of Harley yeah. Quinn, in my opinion. And uh, and she just, just she just doesn't work. And then again, it also depends how the quality of the movie is, too, right? So. Yeah. So judging from what she was doing at the time, Jeff, you think she's too light a touch? And that's what. Yeah. Saying. Okay. I I think maybe physically she wouldn't have matched up with Craig in quite the way that I would like to have have seen. I think he would have been a little out of his depth physically, um, you know, stature wise. And you know they can put right. him in, they can put him in pumps, I guess. But he's not a tall guy, is he? He's under six foot, isn't he? Oh yeah, I think he's yeah he's I think he's just five nine. Just, yeah, well maybe five. I think he's nine, maybe five, a bit ten. more than five nine. Although I don't know, maybe you're right, Josh. I, I, Maybe he's like six foot. Even. He is the shortest Bond. I know that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 1.78 uh, meters, they're telling me. Now, convert that quickly. What do we got? 178 centimeters. Uh, what's that? 5'10". Yeah. Yeah, so okay. I said 5'9", okay. 5'10". Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so all the other Bonds are over are six feet and up, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it, still- so Connery is 6'1", 6'2". Connery oh, is yes, yeah. Now here I am talking about her, him being bigger than Margot Robbie, or maybe maybe she's not. Now she's five six, so I guess, I guess oh, it could it could okay. perfectly have worked. I don't know why I had that in my head that she's quite tall. Uh, well, I think angular. well in the last film, yeah, she's, she's, she wears she's a lot of high heels, yeah. <laughs> like in the last. Yeah, you movie, could be right. right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, by high heels, I just mean like in the movie. Uh, uh, the Hollywood one. Oh my gosh. Yeah, once one, yeah, once upon a time in Hollywood, yeah. yeah. Also yeah. Bombshell. Also Bombshell, I think, as well, yeah. uh, where Shirley Theron, she played one of the Fox News girls or whatever that which is all about them getting all harassed. She looks, about, isn't it? she looks taller than five six, I guess, is yeah. from the role so she Let herself. me ask you guys something, as having seen the DC films, I haven't seen them. I haven't seen her as that character of Harley Quinn. How oh. does how does she carry action? I mean, is she good? She does action. She does action quite well, and she has yeah. her sense of humor. But the the, the, the writing and dialogue just aren't really, bad. Are, are, are not great. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a Batman fan, like I, I'll always love Arlene Sorkin's voice work on Batman the animated yep. series. Like mm-hmm. you can't top that at all. Like, no. and she tries. She doesn't do the. I don't know. She doesn't get that Brooklyn or that accent right, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, shall we move away then from Spectre and Margot yep. Robbie and, and see yep. what else the roulette has for us? Okay, guys, here we go. Yep. All right. 
All right, now we're moving on to Bond number 19, The World is Not Enough. And it's our first <laughs> film from the 90s, because this Ooh. is technically a 1990s film, isn't it? Or was it released in 2000? Uh, it was released in 99. 99, yeah, that's right, yeah. 99. Good man. So here we go, The World is Not Enough. Um, on the 90s list, we've got actors like Winona Ryder, Julia Roberts, big name there, Meg Ryan, Diane Lane. Sandra Bullock, Diane Lane, Sandra Bullock, yep, Kate Winslet. So we've got interesting, Tiffany Tyson, let's not forget oh, yeah. Kelly from go. Saved by the Bell. Jennifer oh, Connelly. Definitely. Jennifer Connelly, yeah. Let's see which of those. Let's see now what we've got coming for that. So is this Electric King or is this Christmas Jones? I think this is Christmas Jones. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Christmas Jones, number seven on my list. It is Demi Moore. <laughs> Demi Moore. <laughs> As Christmas Jones, I, I believe her more than Denise Richards, to be fair. Yeah, and, and this is around the time... Oh, no, this is a couple of years after she did Striptease, so... Mm-hmm. So, she, yeah. yeah, she's she's a little older than she was around, in peak. Was this around G.I. Jane time, I think? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Could be. Let's just do a little check. Check up your IMDb yeah. or our handy little yeah. tool here. Yeah, uh, let's not pretend we have all this information in our heads, guys. What do you mean pretend? G.I. Jane, good shout, ninety-seven. So it was around that yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. So around that time. Yeah, okay. So she was born um, in sixty-two. So she would have been yeah. thirty-six, yeah. thirty-seven yep. in filming. Yep. Yeah, perfect place for. I mean, I can see her as a yep. as a yep. nuclear physicist better than I can <laughs> the other one. Looking you know, at, better. looking at the list though, I think Jennifer Connelly could have nailed Christmas Jones. It actually made her really good, in my opinion. But, I, I don't know. Well, Pierce Brosnan and Demi Moore would... I, I think they could maybe have done something really cool. Yeah, true, true. Pierce I mean, Brosnan and Demi Moore, I can see that. Yeah, I, I think that they're two... Obviously 90s they're two Demi Moore, actors, sure. But. Yeah, why not? A Demi Moore, I mean, she by this time in her career, she's proven herself with action, proven herself with good drama. I mean, she could have easily licked out these lines. You true. know, that, that Denise Richards trips over a little bit. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that she would have held her pose with a little less arrogance too, you know. Like, did, did Demi Moore date Charlie Sheen? I can't remember. Uh, probably. I would say I yes. I mean, I mean, because they were kind of all in that, uh, you know, the what do you call? Oh my God, that group. What am I talking about? The, no, no, they... no. You're getting that. No, just because Ashton Kutcher was in that show with. No, them. no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that no? Uh, well, I mean... so was Tanya Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but. No, Tanya Roberts was in that 70s show. That 70s show. That's right. It's still in the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon if we're talking about it. Yeah. We're talking about, like, you know, the movies like, say, like the John Hughes, like, Rolodex. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. Right? Like like, uh, Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald. Exactly, uh, exactly. That whole thing. Yeah. I think Demi Moore as a Bond girl, Bond lady, would have been awesome. I think that somewhere in this, why not? I, I like Again, this one. In the late '90s, I, I get it. If it was like the two thousand, like if she was also like in the two thousands list or whatever, I don't think so because that's when she was having issues. I mean, I guess. But anyway, so this is shortly after she kind of made like a, a comeback with yeah. with striptease being in '95. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that kind of stuff. So, and again, with G.I. Jade being about a year or two um, before this film, is that you know she she put out a good product and and, and I think she's on the radar. She's, she's on the radar and she's and she's confident. I mean, it, what I mean is she has confident roles. So, I could see her do this again. Contemporary, I could see her do this role. Okay, that's what I'm getting at again. So I I can, here's the thing with the I really like it though. I'd like to is see that... this film recast with Demi Moore. That's all. That's my final sure. point. On it. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big well, fan of this roulette selection, actually. So one thing to point out, though, too, if we're thinking of the time period when this came out, 
is that Sophie Marceau was cast as Electra King, who even though she's like the villain, she's also kind of like the the lead girl in a way too, right? So you but you want us to decided, do another one? Well, I think for fun we should try to see who Electra King would okay. have been. I think I, think I would okay. like to see I would like to see who should be the other. <laughs> All right, let's see, Josh. This is for you, buddy. Electric King, okay. Sophie Marceau to be replaced with. Numbered Black 29. Black 29 on my list here is Gwyneth Paltrow. So, oh, uh, no. Is that a take back? <laughs> maybe 2000s Gwyneth Paltrow, and, and maybe, but not, not, not uh, 90s. Not, not 90s, no. not 90s like, Gwyneth uh, What is it? Uh, I don't know. I mean, she, I don't she's know. for Shakespeare in Love. Like, she's a good actress She's a good actor, and... sure, but does she have, sure. does she have any sure. menace? Does she have a double a, a double agent sort of feel to her in any of her any roles at the time? Or, I mean, she no, is, she's, she's often the victim. Kind of snow. Kind there of is the... a driven snow, snow type, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, that... Yeah, I think what happened there is the uh, the roulette didn't want to do it a second time, Josh. <laughs> I think I let my hubris get the best of me. I think you did. And Shakespeare in Love was only a year before this, that, at least exactly. in 98. So exactly. she was so doing... Even Private Ryan should have won over Shakespeare in Love. I'm just saying that right now. Yeah, well, let's not have that conversation again. <laughs> I think that's still somewhere simmering, isn't it, in the back burner? Yes, absolutely. That and LA Confidential versus Titanic, also in my opinion. But mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Well, that's funny. I think the roulette did an interesting job with uh, with that film because I like, I really like Demi Moore. I think that's probably my favorite so far, my favorite one. Oh, that's good. That I was so hoping so that it, the, the, I was hoping the roulette wheel would fall on like Nicole Kidman or someone in that for, for the role of uh, Electra there. But well, we've got a couple more in the thousands to come back to, or the nineties to come back to. True. So yeah. let's let's see. Yep. Right, guys, chopping along here. Let's yep. see what. What film we're going to next? Okay. The roulette is stopping on Black 13, Octopussy, back to the 80s. Ah, uh -huh. 80s. Back to the 1980s and back to Roger Moore in his wheelhouse here. 83, 1983. So on their 80s list, um, we take taken away Jamie Lee Curtis and Melanie Griffith. We still got a lot of big names up there. There's the some good mm -hmm. possibilities for the role. Absolutely. There are, yeah. yes. Uh -huh. We got Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer, Kathleen Turner, Sigourney yeah. Weaver. We Sigourney got... Weaver, yeah. Sigourney <laughs> Weaver, I can see in that role for sure. Let's yeah, see. I was going to say. For so sure. we're, we're talking Maude Adams as Octopussy here, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, yes. Right. Yep. Okay, number seven on this list, guys, it's Sean Young. Oh, wow! Yeah. After, play, after Actually, Blade Runner, after she, Blade Runner, she yeah. Good cast. She and this good is cast. only uh, like technically a year. Blade Runner eighty two. Yeah, I thought exactly. it was eighty four, but obviously I'm different no, no, to you 80, guys. No, no, it's eighty. It's eighty two. Okay, yeah. right. Same same age as me. Okay, uh, Josh. What do you know of Sean Young at the time? Uh, well, that was a year after she did Blade Runner. Yeah, beyond uh, well, that, uh, we just <laughs> yeah. I know. Now, this is what we learned out recently about Sean Young during the 80s and going into the 90s even, is that she wouldn't play ball with the whole, like, Weinstein hmm. crowd. And uh, okay. she was pretty much, like, blacklisted, if I, if I wasn't mistaken, because she wouldn't play ball with that. Right. I remember her writing some memoir about that, saying how that uh, she couldn't get a role in Hollywood after the, after hmm. the 80s because she wouldn't... Uh, wouldn't do what the Weinstein crew wanted. Exactly. I certainly didn't hear that, but I mean, looking at her credits now, she certainly was a hardworking actor. I mean, it's not like she didn't work 
Uh, but Blade Runner was only her fourth credit. She well, was. That's what I was gonna say. Well, don't forget, Dune. Dune was an eighty. Oh yeah, Dune. Yeah, Dune was. Yeah, cool. it's true. But you know, the role of Rachel in Blade Runner is it, it's fairly seminal to that film, and it, it it's yes. also quite a quiet, elusive role. Like I don't know if if she could have done Maude Adams. I don't know if she would have played no, that no. role. I dream Sean Young as Rachel doing the Void Comptesk and smoking uh-huh. that cigarette. And then I'm thinking of like, you know, like standing in Octopus's chamber with the bed and smoking a cigarette, running her smuggling ring. Uh-huh. I think okay. if they gave Young the chance, I don't know. I think that she might have been able to pull it off. My okay. but, but but if she was up playing Roger Moore, that's a different that, I don't know. That's that that's the that's the um the monkey wrench in my idea though. Now if this she was play 19- well against Marjorie Moore. But if this was 1994, Sean Young, as she was in Ace Ventura, sure, mm-hmm. why not? <laughs> yeah. But it's not. It's not, no. It's but, not. I mean, after the after Dune, she went on and did some big, big films. You know, she was in All Wall right, Street. Dude. I can yeah. see here she she did... Um, she no did Way the, Out. Yeah. yeah, No Way Out. Oh, yeah. sorry, not All the Right Moves. I meant No Way Out. That's, yeah, yeah. That was like Leah Thompson and Tom Cruise, I believe. That's right, yeah. Yeah. She appears just to be kind of a, a very hard-working actor, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, In the 2000s, though, and, the, and even the last, like, 10, 15 years, she's really, like, you know, turned it up. She's, uh, she's done a lot of good stuff later in her career, uh, and uh, it's impressive. She's it's a tough one for me, though, this fit in Octopussy, because there's a lot of speaking, and there's a lot of power to the Octopussy character, and I don't know yeah. that as a fourth film, this would have really or as a fifth credit this i mean are they going to trust that character after blade runner are they going to trust that actor with that role especially when blade runner at the time isn't the cult hit that we all love today i know exactly I, yeah i also That's think that thing. she's a, a, i think she might be a bit too young in the role yes. she was only 22 That's what i mean time, so right? I, like i mean she, yeah. now that doesn't mean she couldn't play the role but i'm oh, just but, saying yeah. if you look at at Maude Adams mm-hmm. uh, at the I've, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Roger Moore, too. Like, it, they worked really well together in that film. Uh, yeah, and because I just, I I don't I don't think so, because I feel like the way that she'd have to portray that role with the, uh, like, you know, how she had the, um, The confidence, yeah. the confidence and the sort of the, um, and how she was playing the role, I I just I don't see it. That doesn't mean it couldn't have happened, but I just I'm not I'm not feeling it basically. Well, she would have had to have been a leader among those women too. Yeah, right? and the, and again, she would have been the same age yeah, or younger than a lot of those girls. I don't know I that I don't know that uh, Louis Jordan would have allowed her to kind of upstage him in scenes either. You know, yeah. as a young yeah. woman. Octopussy. Octopussy. Octopus. Yeah. Octopus. Uh-huh. Right. Well, should we move uh, away from Sean Young? Sorry, Josh. Yep. You got something else yeah, to say yep. there? Uh, no, I was looking at the list of the '80s too. There's a couple there that I think would have been better in in, in the role, but uh, are actually some even off the list. I think would have been, would have could have done the role of Octopussy, but eh. Moving on. Moving on. Here we go. Um, let's see what our next film's going to be. Okay, it's Red Eighteen. Red Eighteen. Tomorrow Never Dies. Back to the world of Brosnan. Uh, uh... Back to the '90s. Okay. So I guess, so, are we go- so here we're doing, uh-huh. but this is, this, mm-hmm. this is the issue here now is that mm-hmm. like the role that we could choose. So there's mm-hmm. Wei Lin or there's uh parrot or there's Paris. Well, I'm happy now, to do wait. both. I'm happy to do both. If you want to do one for each, we got time sure. to do that. So yeah. keep in mind that if we do a Wei Lin, then yep. we're simply kind of this, we're casting someone in the role 
uh, I guess in the in the role that Waylon fits in in the film. That's right. So we're not yeah. trying to cast like sure. a, chi- a Chinese. No, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 like no, exactly. a rival. I guess yeah. a rival intelligence agency operative, basically. Yeah, sure. Fair enough. All right, so here we go. Starting with Waylon. One of my favorite Bondos in the whole series. Absolutely. Yeah, Michelle Absolutely. fantastic. Let's see who she'd be replaced with. Uh, be disappointed if it's somebody lesser than her. And it very well could be, in my eyes at least. All right, right. we've got number 32. Number 32 on my list. It's Jessica Alba. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's talk it out, guys. Let's talk it out. Just so you know, mm-hmm. this... Uh, era of Jessica is this Alba. Dark, is this Dark is, Angel Alba? This is, mm, yes. And it's also Idle Hands and okay. Flipper. <laughs> Flipper. Well, let's not forget that. Jeff, oh, did you man. meet Jessica Alba or ran into Jessica well, Alba? Okay, so I did see her uh, because at the time I was very much into that show, uh, mm-hmm. Flipper. It was a fantastic show. Uh, this would have been in the like 97, 98. And, uh, and so randomly I was on a family trip coming back from uh, Prince Edward Island and we drove through the New England States. I think this was in Vermont and randomly, and I'm telling you, like I know it's her because I, <laughs> and I just saw this girl get off like a Greyhound bus. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that looks like the girl from Flipper. Cause I didn't even know her name at the time. Okay. But well, I'm like, it was. to be on a Greyhound bus though. Uh, but it was, was that her. when like, was I'm that not, when the like, joking? Okay, right. It was her. Were they sure. filming there for something? And maybe she got off the Greyhound bus because they were filming the Greyhound bus. No, no, no. It, <laughs> she was just, Josh like, can't just get past. Why would you drive on a Greyhound bus? Why would you be a passenger on a Greyhound bus if you didn't need to be? She was. <laughs> she would have been seventeen or something at this point. But I'm telling you, it All was right. like okay, uh, okay. I, I believe like, you. So, so yeah. Weird Al Yankovic has a song, doesn't he? A lame claim to fame. I'm guessing that's yours. <laughs> that you once saw Jessica Alba. You think yeah. come off a Greyhound bus nearby you? Well, another lame claim to fame too, I think, is like Jeff. I think when we remember, we were remember we 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 still think we. Oh like, yeah, yeah, Colby Smolders. Colby Smolders at like <laughs> at, at the Rio Center. Like, the Rio Center, in Ottawa. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, guys, are we are we in agreement that this would not have worked? No, it would not have worked. No, for all sorts of reasons, it wouldn't have worked. <laughs> That's definitely true. Um, I can't see Jessica Elba in that kind of role whatsoever. <laughs> they wouldn't have casted her. Well, let's I see who Terry Hatcher is going to be replaced with. Black 26. So she's going to be replaced. Oh, look at that, would you? Hmm, Sandra Bullock in Paris Oh my God, Paris that's Carver. exactly who I thought the wheel would come upon. That's, <laughs> no, that's, that's, really? Yeah, that's hilarious. Wow, uh, Black 26. So, so they'll, they'll change the plot of Tomorrow Never Dies just to mm-hmm. weep it. Mm-hmm. And one of the, there'll be a sequence where... Uh, where, where Bond is like uh, in a car with, with in the BMW with Paris, and if he slows the if he slows the car down by like fifty miles per hour, <laughs> it is going to explode and kill the both of them. Okay, I see what you're doing. There you go. Right, okay, nineteen ninety seven. Sandra Bullock. I mean, she, she could have done this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. this is probably she's still writing, Hatcher. Well, she's probably the fame of uh, Speed and Speed Two, and then I think she and also the did The Net right shortly yeah, before yeah. this so yeah, it, it makes sense i mean i could definitely see her being like on like a short list of you know uh, you know having her photo like pinned on a board for it would sure. be a glammy yeah. role for her though because she kind of has that tomboy kind of yeah feel, real next door feel yeah. to her uh, right? she and, does, yeah but miss congeniality wouldn't have been too far away from this 
true, but even to Miss Congeniality, uh, yeah. I mean, Sandra Bullock's beautiful, and she can definitely be mm-hmm. model-esque, sure. Yeah. But Sandra Bullock, to me, will always be that hometown kind of girl uh, yep. type, uh, in my opinion. So you're saying she wouldn't have played the the sort of light glitzy? You... To me, Paris is like upper crust American type that goes over mm-hmm. because their daddy pays for boarding school, and she ends up like going and you know getting schooling in Europe and stuff like that. Just I don't know. It, it seems she's more like a Catherine Hepburn type. Paris right. Thing. Yes, I agree yeah. with like, you. So yeah, a little too classy, you think? Yep, absolutely. Or like Betty Draper in Mad Men. Like that's there the kind of role you want for Paris. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Well, guys, yeah. the, the, the roulette's given us some real stinkers, hasn't it, so far? But yep. it's also given us some real good ones too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hmm. Any any favorite stick out for you thus far in our journey? Uh the Demi Moore one was good. Well, that was good for me. I really liked that one. I think she uh, yeah, I think that great. was pretty good. I, I, think um, it, I think it could work for sure. I think Melanie Griffith replacing uh, Tanya yeah, Roberts yep. is probably the best one for me so Actually, far. Actually, yeah. Okay, cool. To be honest, that was uh, well. Let's keep going, gents, shall we? Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Brosnan had a couple of these films where he's got two kind of leads, in a way. There's so much you're sticking to formula. Yeah, particularly with his movies, yeah, because it started with Goldeneye, and it's just, all of his films were like that. Yeah. It's red number one. It's Dr. No. Okay, this will be interesting. Red number one, right to the beginning now, right to the beginning. So we've got all sorts of things to consider here before we make our spin. Uh, Obviously, we're going to be dealing with the Ursula Andress character of Honey, right? Honey, right. But let's just see. I mean, the 60s is full of big and small names. Our list of 18 here, I think, is really interesting. We've only got rid of Jane Fonda so far, the only 60s film that we've touched. Uh, Replacing Ursula Andress, it's going to be... The lovely Mia Farrow. I just had that, oh, wow. just had that uh, in my mind as well. That's crazy. Huh. Hmm. This is one to ponder, gentlemen. I don't know. How uh, Mia so this is, uh, Yeah, she would not be that old. I'll put it that way. Uh, okay. No, not not at all. She would be, uh, well, what, 61? She'd be 23? That's okay. old enough to be in the Bond films. Come on. Yeah, no, no, it is. It is. Um, She'd have been 20. Oh, wait a minute. No, that's not right. She'd have been 17. Seven, oh wait, you, sorry. Uh, yeah. Sixty-one? No, no, no. Then no. She's born in forty-five. Right. Let's so, uh, let, let's. No, get that, sorry. Yeah, I'm not. Let's my get mind. another spin. Let's no, get no, another no. spin. Mia Farrow, you're saved. She, <laughs> sorry, she was twenty-three in uh, or Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. We probably should have set a rule like under under nineteen because what Jane Seymour was what twenty twenty-one at the time. We probably shouldn't go younger than that. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right, gentlemen, here we go. It's it's Red 25. Red 25 on my 60s list is Joan Collins. Oh, the big, the bad Joan Collins. Yeah, I can see her I... more as a villainess, not like she, <laughs> yeah, she, she, she's, not, she's yeah. not a honey writer type. There's no, I don't know, innocence to Joan Collins. I'm <laughs> there, <sorry>. is, <laughs> there is no innocence to her at all, no. Uh, she was in some cracking films during this period, though. I'm just going to get the list of them up because she, I think she, she's got chops at this stage of her career for sure. Wasn't she the first consideration for uh, Cleopatra and then they got Liz Taylor? I thought it was. Well, like- they kind of look similar at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, she does kind of look like Elizabeth Taylor back then. Um, right, guys, 1962, we've got her in Seven yeah, Thieves. No, sorry, yeah. we've got her in The Road to Hong Kong. Uh, two years before that, Esther and the King. Yeah, so 
1962. She could have been on the list, in my opinion. She oh yeah, she'd be on the list. I don't know. I don't think this. <laughs> I, is I see her more as like Miss Tarot or something like that in the movie. <laughs> You're just concentrating on her hair color, man. I know. Like I think uh, Joan uh, Collins, her her, her her personality and her and the reason she's cast as the bitch, you know, mm -hmm. that's Joan yeah. Collins, right? But I mean, is that a later thing? Is that more of a dynasty thing? Like, in her, so I think so. Or yeah. has Dynasty encouraged us to go back and look at her roles that way? You know, that's right. I think in the '60s, she she didn't do as much work in the '60s as she did in the '50s. That's for sure. In the '50s, she was all over the map. In the '60s, she still did a lot of work, but not as many. Not as many. When Cleopatra was in its first phases, that was when it was directed by Ruben Mamoulian, uh, and they had like you know. Uh, who was who's the actor who was in um hmm. network peter peter somebody uh, uh anyways he, i forget his name it's driving me crazy now but he was he's a very great british actor anyways so he was cast as julius caesar in the mamoulian production mm -hmm. and joan Collins was cast as cleopatra but then okay. it was a relatively low budget movie mm -hmm. and what happened then is i guess things changed and they changed the production changed and they had to move everything around and right. that's when like mankiewicz took over and then they got you know elizabeth taylor and Richard Burton and Rick Harrison and, you know, how all that turned out. Well, it might be worth noting, gents, that in 1962, Joan Collins, instead of starring in Dr. No, starred in The Road to Hong Kong with our other right. Bond alumni, Walter Gotell. Ah. Yeah, so she was... Peter Finch. Peter Finch, that's the guy's name. Peter Finch, yeah. Uh, yeah I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take that's... it. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. <laughs> So what you guys are telling me is, no, you don't seem to like this one much. No, I don't no, I don't. Like but I mean, that's the way the wheel falls. The wheel falls. It would have been, a, it would have been a miscast. It would have been a terrible movie. End of the Bond franchise. <laughs> you, yeah, so, I you mean, think James, to be honest, James, I... okay, right, okay. So she would have sunk the franchise. That's what you're saying. I don't think Joan Collins could have pulled off that, like you know, the, the immersion, the immersion no. from the uh, from from the ocean scene. You know? No, not at I all. I think she would have loved so. to try. She would have oh, tried. Now, I can actually try. think she'd probably be a better companion for Bond's Connery. Following that sequence, than Ursula sure. Andress was, in my in my sure. opinion. Sure, but mm. she would have been too witty. I think too witty and irritate for uh, Honey Rider, though. The person who only knows up to the let the letter W or whatever mm. it is in the dictionary, isn't it? Like, uh... yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right then. At your at your request, we move on from Doctor No. Um, I I don't think it was as bad as you guys did, Joan Collins. I think she could have made something interesting there, but I'm sure it could have. But uh, for the sake of discussion, man. all right, and in the spirit of brevity. Exactly. Moving on now, we're dealing with Bond number twenty. Bond twenty. Die another day. All the way back to Brosnan. Wow, the roulette okay. does like its Brosnans. Okay, so obviously we're going to recast the Jinx role. We, yes, yeah. As a matter of necessity, I think yeah, more we're, than we're, anything we're else. We're keeping Rosamund Pike there as uh, as Miranda Frost. All right, so let's see then. <laughs> Goodbye, Halle Berry. Yeah. Hello, Red Nine. Red Nine is Sharon Stone. Um. <laughs> 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 Well, <laughs> why now, not? Now, you know, now, why didn't not? She do, now, didn't she do Catwoman around that time with Holly Berry as well? That's... She was in Catwoman. Was yeah, she? she was. She was the villain in that movie. Apparently, I never oh. saw it. Oh. But, you know, the 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 Raspberry Awards for it okay. kind of threw me off. 
Okay, I don't. Know. I, I I don't think so. I I am I'm, I'm not. I don't think this is. Gonna you don't work. think this is worth talking about? But... Uh, yeah. Uh, I I kind of I don't know. Like I think I think sure it's Oh, hang on a minute, guys! I've made a mistake. Right. Oh, this okay. is not a '90s film. This is 2002, isn't it? That's why I'm looking at the 2000. Yeah, I do like, apologize. Sharon Stone on here. Sorry, Sharon Stone. Maybe we'll come back to you. Uh, I do think oh, there's wait, a place yeah. for you in the Bond canon, but maybe not here. Uh, yeah, sorry, instead. Sharon Stone. You're uh, you're, yeah. you're you're La La Land at the, <laughs> at the moment. So okay. let's see. Red Nine on our 2000s list. We have to oh, pick our okay. Now we're going to Angelina Jolie. Red Nine. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, 100%. That's a great casting. Yep. That is fantastic. Angelina yeah. Jolie in place yeah. of Halle Berry as Jinx. Yeah, yep. in, a, in a Bond movie, uh, Angelina Jolie, that's the perfect role for her, in my opinion. All right, so replace Tomb yes. Raider with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you like about her as an action star, Josh, that you think would have worked? Because Jinx is an action role, isn't it? Yeah, she is. I you just think any- that it's like, it, I think it's like, it's a, it's a no-brainer casting. And on top of that, like, we know that Angela Jolie can, can do the physicality. Yep. I mean, I'm sure Holly Berry was put to the test as well, and she did that for the film. Like, you know, God bless her and all that. But um, I don't know. I just think it just be a better fit for Angela. Mm. It would just be it was just a good fit for the role as uh, Holly Berry was, in my opinion. Because you know what, the movie sucked. So I mean, what do you think, right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Why not? It comes to mind. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you're right. I, no, I just wondered, I, like, yeah. would would they have been able to get her? 2002. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Do you think she was ever in, like, in conversation? Oh yeah, Bond for I, I, I would. I would, I would think so. Money. Probably yeah, got too much money for sure. Do you think she would do one post? I mean, would she do one post Tomb Raider? No, she, I don't. Knowing, think knowing she... her personality, that's the only role I think that she would do would be Jinx. Really? Just because she's like you know they're trying to make her into another Bond, right? I mean, there was well, a plan to turn Jinx into a franchise, but yes. that never happened. Oh, okay then. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Spin-off, as they say. I, I don't know, though. I can kind of see her playing opposite Daniel Craig the same way that uh, Monica Bellucci did. Oh, and be wasted for, like, uh, the whole, uh, <laughs> completely in the role? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's just move on then. I on can see Angelina Jolie as, as Camille, like, in, uh, in Quantum of Solace, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I guess, but uh, uh, Kerr was really or, good in that. Oh she, oh, she was. But I was thinking also she could have played um, uh, what's a, a Severin in Skyfall uh, mm-hmm. as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In terms of looks, yeah, I mean, they all share a much, you know, a likeness. But I don't know. I kind of like both of the other, those roles, those Craig roles. I, I think that... Oh they're, they're, oh, they're great. I'm just saying who, who Angelina could, could have played in those mm-hmm. movies is all I'm saying. Oh, I, I got you. I got you. Right. Yeah. All right, guys, let's see what's next. Jeff, you hoping for anything here? Uh, no, I'm just uh, going with the flow. Going with the wheel. Yeah. All right, guys, well, our next stop is... Hmm... Bond number seven, Diamonds Are Forever. Red seven has been a popular number here this afternoon. Diamonds are forever. So are we going to think Tiffany Case, the big Tiffany Case role here? Yeah, so we're, we're, we're in the 70s though, right? Because 71 yes, sir. diamonds. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Going back to the right. 70s here for the first time, too. The 70s so Jane, for the first so time. Jane Fonda could never have fallen upon Tiffany at Diamonds Are Well, forever. not according to this list. Yeah. But Tiffany Case. Goodbye, Jill St. John. Hello. Ooh, Suzanne Plachette. Oh. Yeah, 
Okay. I, yeah, American Girl. I can see her mm-hmm. in the role of, mm-hmm. uh, of... She was also pretty popular because of the Bob Newhart show. Very uh, much so, yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see her in the role of Tiffany Case. Not Probably a redhead. Seventy-one. No, not a redhead, but so... was Tiffany Case a redhead either? That's <laughs> with all her wigs, right? So, True. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think and Suzanne Plachette. Yeah, you're right. Cool. So this is right at the time of when she she start. Well, this is the year before she was on the New Hard Show, like mm-hmm. when it first came out. So uh, she's not a huge name at no. this stage. But that, uh, yeah, you know what? It this could work. Nah. Did we? Okay, well, let, let's see. I mean, what we're getting rid of here is Jill St. John. I mean, are we happy to get rid of that actor in the role? I think yes, for me yeah, personally. Yeah. She she yeah. sank this film. I mean, I know Connery yeah. sleptwalked through it, but um, she, was, she yeah. to me, was, was not good. She's a lot of people's favorite Bond girl, though. She's cringy. I think it's because I think it depends what era of Bond you really like the most, though. Mm. I think that's why. That's, that depends on, your, on whether you think that she's a good Bond girl. Right. Bond woman, sorry. Bond woman, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Suzanne Plachette doesn't have a lot of credit behind her at this time. Though. No, she, she didn't. But she was very attractive. She's very. She was very attractive, and uh, you know, she would have been around on on the list of like you know TV producers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it would have yeah. been a cheap find, anyways, at, at the time. She well, she would have been. She was she. She, she wasn't was, in a Hitchcock film, was she? Yeah, she was in The Birds. She was. She was was the she? Birds. What? Who did yeah. she play in that? I had that in my mind. She was. She was like the. I think she was one of the. Fri- she was like the friend of Tippy Hedren's character. Okay. Uh, right. Oh, speaking of Tippy Hedren, we also had Melanie Griffith in here. I just realized that. <laughs> we did. Yeah. Yeah. Do we like Plachette's look though? Do we like? She was look? Annie Annie Hayworth in The Birds. You were asking. Ah, uh, yeah. Right on. Right. Okay. I just don't. I'm trying to place who that character was. I honestly, me too. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Was she was she the one who had the house where the lovebirds were? Yes, I think yes, she right. might have been. She might have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah Plachette. I don't know. I mean, yeah. No, no, that that was Cassandra. What's her? Oh, I'm thinking of her X Files character's name. Cassandra, oh, Cassandra Spender. Uh, you know the Spender's mom. The mm-hmm. um, one who was in. She was also an alien. So, I forget her name now. Uh... That's. So, yeah, she was one of the young. She was she was like the other female in Alien. Uh, I just honestly can't remember. <laughs> yeah, she's been in a lot of movies though, but I'm just just trying to remember her name. Anyways, back to Solicitor Plachette. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are, are, do we have much more to say about her? Or are we ready to just? Move Not on? really. I think it really. Be... I think anyone besides Jill St. John would would have been good. Done. Yeah. yeah. I don't remind. I don't remember you hating her though, Josh. Like really disliking her role when we reviewed the film. Not her performance. You know what? I thought the movie itself wasn't great. So I mean, she yeah. wasn't the worst thing about it, it was, in my opinion. Me. I think the real, like the real, like bad actress in that movie was. <laughs> I'm sorry, this sounds Charles Gray. But Charles Gray. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm with you there. Uh, she wasn't great though. I, you know. Anyway, let's move on. Move on, indeed. Yeah. Um, Apologies if uh, you're sitting at home wondering Suzanne Plachette, who's she? If you're under forty, or if you're under if you're under thirty and you're listening to the show, you might not know who she is. But uh, check her out; she's a good actor at the time. Right, let's keep going, guys. Away from license or diamonds. Diamonds are forever. Moving away from that. Ooh, Bond number two from Russia with Love. Back to the sixties here. We are going to replace the role of Tanya. So Danielle Bianchi is replaced by whom? 
Well, we still got Elizabeth Taylor, Natalie Wood, yep. Vera Miles, Bridget Bardot. We got some interesting. Catherine Deneuve. Yes. Catherine uh -huh. Deneuve, yeah. Mm -hmm. Replaced with Black 31. Black 31 is. Ooh, guys. Mm, it's Sophia. <laughs> Sophia Loren. Whoa. Ah, that's, that's a, good a big. Cast. That's a big ticket, though. Uh, another, another Italian. Another Italian mm. as well. Better, a better actress for sure. But uh, yeah. how would she? Would she have been able to? Would, I she, don't... would she team? Would she team no. Connery? She, I can't. I, I, she, she's a toughie. Like I, I yeah. honestly, toughie, toughie in the sense of like I'm not sure. In the same time, like uh, she's a classy, tough broad as well. You know, so. Um, in yeah, a way, like, I, 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 I see her more as a villain than as like the yeah. like, kind of like your yeah. damsel in distress type Bond girl, especially yeah. in the school of Tanya. However, I think she could have possibly pulled off the Russian accent probably better than Tanya did, mm. uh, better than uh, Daniela did, and also as well, I can kind of see her maybe being a bit seem, seem, seem a bit more cerebral as Tanya yeah. in the role. In my in my opinion, I think a lot yeah. of that a lot of the films. A lot of that film works because Connery is more controlled in the role. You know, I don't know that if you put him up against or with Sophia Loren, that I don't know yeah. that he's capable of of yeah. kind of holding fire, the screen with her. That's fighting fire and passion. And, yeah, that's. I, I don't. I, I, I would that's, agree that's, with Scott on this one. That's sexy. That's Sean Connery and her on screen. Like that's sexy. Like that. Oh yeah, it's super that, sexy. That, that, that's fire. But, I, for sure. but, yeah, but yeah, she's a better actor at the time, isn't she? I mean, I would give honestly. Sophie Loren would have been perfect. I mean, I love Luciana Pelosi, but mm -hmm. she would have been awesome as Fiona Volpe as well. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Well, she's just about 30 years old at the time. Um, mm -hmm. I think that, I don't know, man. I mean, Connery, they're both actors. I don't think Sophia would have done the movie, in my opinion. <laughs> okay, well, that's a different matter. But if, if that's yeah. what we got, if, if the two actors were put together, yeah, maybe it would work. But I think Sophia Loren, I mean, cool. She's big, man. She's yeah. big, big character, big figure, great actor. Probably cost money too. Maybe, but that would be I, I think, expensive. Yeah. I guess what I was trying to say is that I think Connery was able to exude what he needed to in that role because he felt in control of that other, you know, of that. And I think it would have been a little plot. bit, of, a little bit different because of, of she who she out. was at the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I think she would yeah. have upstaged no, him a little bit. It. That's your point. Yeah, that's. I, I think she I, might have I, actually I stole the movie from from Connery's Bond in that film. Actually, if I now to think about it, and you want someone have, passive yeah. in the role of Tanya, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Someone passive in that passive in that role of Tanya. So that would have definitely Killer changed Man, the dynamics. <laughs> yeah, I agree, Jeff. Oh well, sorry about that. Who would have cast though? Who would have cast though? I like it. Mm -hmm. Let's see what our next what if cast is. Moving on to the next film, it's going to be Bond. I like to have Julie Christie on the 60s list because how many times was she considered for a fucking Bond? Yeah, role? I know, really. Bond number six, guys, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. So we're sticking with the 60s here. Oh, yeah. Okay, so who's replacing Diana Rigg? Which, by the way, is impossible. It's near Pretty impossible. Mm -hmm. Unless it was the 90s and then we could replace her with Pamela Anderson. Let's go. She's not even on my <laughs> list, but I just that came into my mind. Okay, it's Black 31. Black 31 on the 60s list. This is Angie Dickinson. Okay. Not as great as actor as Diana Rigg, but no, uh, no, no, I no, think no. She, she would have been no. a like a, like a popular cast at the time. Mm -hmm. Oh, very much so. But do you think she could she could play no. Tracy? No. 
don't not, think so. Now, what about I, her look? I mean, she's got a good look. She could certainly pull sure. off the, the the figure of Dracul's daughter. Yeah, I th- I would throw Angie Dickinson into like the Angels of Death into like the, all the all the girls mm. at the clinic. I would have thrown her in there. You think she's just a bit too soft around the edges, or what? I I, I don't know. Like uh, it's hard to say. I haven't seen a lot of stuff with that 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 Ashley's in, to be honest. But yeah. wasn't she with Sinatra? I thought was I believe she was with Sinatra at some point. I'm not so, sure. Uh, so maybe she's well, a tough girl. She wasn't so maybe, married okay. with him. That's for sure. Maybe by the time 1969 rolls around, how, I mean, do you guys have her? Um, did yeah, birth there. Uh, yeah, yeah, she she was born in thirty one, so she would have been uh, thirty, or she would have been twenty eight. So no, thirty eight. Well, I believe she's still alive now, isn't she? Yeah, she's eighty eight. Yeah, yeah. So she'd have been thirty eight at the time. Oh, sorry, it was. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, sorry, thirty. I apologize. Yeah, thirty eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think she could have worked. You know, I mean, she could work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was just a movie I, I recall, like, I remember seeing on TV once with William. She actually had, like, a sex scene with William Shatner. And <laughs> oh, that's man. something I did not want to see. <laughs> that's all I have to yeah, say. Sure. Was Angie... Literally was... Captain's Log, you know what I mean? <laughs> but anyways... Jo- oh, Josh, man. at the age of 38, was Angie Dickinson's star kind of fallen a bit? Uh, I think she was kind of, like, in the... I'm, like, a... She was like she like she she was up in the high rise parties and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was um, uh, she was still a glamour. She was more of a glamour woman, like uh-huh. an icon, more so than she was like an actress, I guess you could say. Okay, so maybe not a good fit for the role. Because oh, if they weren't taking the movie seriously, then uh-huh. maybe they would have cast her. And but uh, right, because it's not an know. easy not an easy Bond. You know, it's not an easy role for uh, just a regular old Bond actor you know a regular no. actor you want to get an experienced actress uh-huh. who can convey nuance and tracy's uh, probably vulner- the toughest probably the both toughest vulnerability the and strength at the same time mm. yeah no i don't think she i i personally don't uh don't rate her there okay. but you never know like people are put to the test in certain roles and sometimes things can happen right uh-huh. so who knows that's true yeah I yep. think she and Lazenby could have had chemistry in terms of their, you know, their, their physical presence together. I think that would have worked on screen, no problem. And both being kind of like model types, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's move away from Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Let's be happy that Diana Reid did the job. Angie Dickinson, goodbye. Mm-hmm. And we're moving on now, guys, to Bond number, ooh, Bond number 16, License to Kill. Mm-hmm. Up to the 80s, the end of the 80s, we go, and we're going to replace which of the two roles here? Do you want to do Lupe, or do you want to do uh, Pam? I say just do Pam. Okay. Yeah. It's a tough one to replace, because Carrie Lowell's really good in it, as we were saying earlier, but we've got good actors here on the 80s list, so maybe one of them could have done a good job. Let's see. The roulette's really eager with this one. Not wanting to stop. Here we go, stopping at... Red 34, so I'm go- cutting over to number 17 on my list here. It's Cher. <laughs> it's Cher. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Cher. <laughs> it's Cher. Could she... <laughs> uh, could Cher have done it? Could she play... Could she play Pam Bouvier? <laughs> well, she would be um, in- intimidating... I'll put. I'll, I'll, I'll mention that. Um, <laughs> I'm just. I'm just trying to picture. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm just trying to 
picture the uh, the the scene in the uh, in the bar, you know? If she's in, yeah, that's what I know. That's with the I big mean. headdress, is she gonna have the spangled yeah. headdress? Oh man! You know what she would say? She would tell that bar that that bar waitress, "Are you still in my look or something like that?" Yeah. <laughs> She would oh, stab, no. She would stab the guy with her headdress, <laughs> or it would deflect the bullets. Okay, that's that's where she that's where she would hide the shotgun. <laughs> up, up, up in that's her how hair. she would yeah. bring in the shotgun. She would hide it in her hat, like Marge hides the swear jar in her hair. That's mm-hmm. how yeah. it would work. <laughs> now, gents, before we get too carried away laughing about this, this is an actor that's won an Oscar too. So no, let's, no, no. Yes. And, and let's she bring was it back good down. Enough. There are mis- there are miscasts though. There are miscasts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this movie yeah. would have been a disaster. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I mean, look, it could have been the most most like shit. camp like camp film ever made though. Like just her and <laughs> Timothy Dalton. Oh man. Oh man! But I mean, look, Cher's got chopped. I want to see this movie. Uh, I want to see this movie now. I, I, go ahead, I Jeff. Just, go ahead. Let me put it this way: I want to see the screen test for that scene. That's mm-hmm. all I want to see. Mm-hmm. That's all I need to see. Um, well, the screen test would probably much be there. The scene they always do a screen test for is the. No, no, I know, but I, I, I get that. I what? Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> I just want to see the bar scene. That's all I care about. <laughs> but I said I'm going to say no. Well, she's 43 at the time this film's released, so maybe 42. <clears throat> you don't want to see Cher seduce Wayne Newton? <laughs> Actually, that, that would be an interesting oh, duet. Okay. That, mm. yeah, honestly, that does sound like a Las Vegas show right there. In fact, that's <laughs> two huge Las Vegas personalities. And what, yeah, you know what? That's probably happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. That's... <laughs> Well, give us your thoughts here on Bomb by Numbers. Share as Pam Bouvier, the replacement for Carrie Lowell's in Timothy Dalton's dark action picture. Could she even Lines fit in a helicopter? <laughs> I reckon she would. I mean, ni- 1989's Share. <laughs> or in that little plane? <laughs> what she got cut? What does she do after Moonstruck? It was Moonstruck she won her Oscar for, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, and then she did the Witches of Easter. No, that was later. Yeah, but, I mean and that was good. That was good. Yeah, Mermaids. Yeah. She she did Mermaids. Oh yeah. Mermaids. Yeah. Uh-huh. In '85, she did that film Mask. You remember with with the boy oh, yeah. who has the the is it a skull deformity or a, a, a facial it's, it's, disfigurement? It's like he's like the he's like the yeah that was Eric Stoltz I believe was it not? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't In know. I don't have. Oh, hang on a second. Uh, uh, I'm just looking at... Yes, it was Eric Stoltz, yeah. And it was a... a yeah, that's right. The boy had a skull deformity, yeah. I remember watching that. Sam Elliott's in that. Estelle Getty's in that, too. Oh, I, I, I never yeah, saw right. that in the video store mask. I'm like, what? Like the cartoon show? <laughs> yeah, right. You're like, yeah. not the same thing. Not the same thing. <laughs> anyway, but I wonder if that was fishing. Cool because she married Greg Allman, and he's the mm-hmm. of the Allman Brothers, mm-hmm. so good for her. There you go. All right, well, we're moving away from Cher, are we? Now that we've had our last. just didn't work out. Fine with me. Okay. <laughs> not not a winner, then. believe in life after love. <laughs> believe in life after Bond. Yeah. Let's see. Believe in life after Bond. Thanks, Cher, for the good laugh. That was good. James Bono. <laughs> James Bono. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bond 21, Casino Royale. Craig's okay. first out the gate. Now, this is tough because a lot of people love Eva Green in this role. I trust that's the one we're going for. Great. Best sure. Berlin. Switch over to your 2000s list. Is this the first time we've done one? No, we haven't. We had... Uh, no. Yeah. Factor. Yep. 
No, no, not Spectre. We're in 2006 now. Uh, Die, uh, Die Another Day was our first one. Yeah. All right. It's Black 26. Black 26. Sarah Michelle Geller. Uh, not a good uh, cast. <laughs> Sarah Michelle Geller and Daniel Craig in Casino Royale. Do we like it? No. No, no, and she wouldn't no, even consider it because like no. that was post Buffy, and so her career would have been like she's for Freddie Prince Jr. right now at that time still. Yeah. So or no, well still is, but I'm just saying is her I career. Mean, was she wasn't much. even. I don't even think she was doing any films at that point. I Didn't think she, she was do that just serious about the. She was like had twins or something like that. There was like twin versions of her. Yeah, but that wasn't then though. I don't think. Uh, I don't know. Years afterwards, I think but, she was. I think she was just being a mom at that point. I think. Yeah, I think you're I think right. Buffy I think she had kids there, didn't she? Yeah, like Buffy ended in 2002, I believe it was. Uh, three? I want to say. Three, three yeah, because it was seven seasons. Yeah, mm -hmm. that, that, mm -hmm. that, 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 that's right. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe a Scooby-Doo movie. I don't know. I, well, she was definitely they would not have considered her for that role. No, no, no they, they wouldn't have. I mean, the tone is wrong, isn't now, it? Now, if, yeah. if, if it was, let's say it was... Um, Die Another Day. Die Another Day. Yep, I can uh, see that. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Sure. I can see that. But, but no, she would she would have been not, 20, not... 28, 29 at the time of filming, so of this? Yeah. She would have been Casino, yeah. Uh uh Casino Royale was two thousand six. Yeah, so she yeah. would have been she would have so been she about that been age. Forty. What? Uh, uh she's born in seventy six. Right. She's uh, forty now, so. yeah. Oh sorry, she'd be yeah. uh thirty. 30. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I apologize. That's all right. But you guys don't like this one. No, neither do I. No, I don't think any Bond fan would agree no, with this one. So it the, roulette, have made sense. the roulette put up a stinker there. But I yeah. do like her, though, as an actor. I think she's pretty good. Oh, yeah. She's good. Uh, to be honest, she's good as Buffy. I but mean, I, I, like I agree her with you, Jeff. I think I think you're right, Jeff. I think she's she's a, a Brosnan Bond girl, isn't she? Yeah, that would make more sense. As at least of her being on the radar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, sure, because she was doing stuff like, you know, she was in Scream 2, and she was in, I know she, uh, um, not Scream 2, uh, she was in, like, I know what she did last summer, like, she was in, like, roles like that in the late 90s, because of, because of her it status, because of how big Buffy was, so in the late 90s, when you have the, those bonds, sure, you know, because if, again, in the same vein, you have Nev Campbell and you have That's right, yeah. uh, in those kind of same roles. And, and um, oh my gosh, Denise Richards, same kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So definitely Sarah Michelle Gellar. Campbell for e Denise Richards. Exactly. So Sarah Michelle Gellar would probably be maybe in a conversation or like on a short list then, but not at this time. No way, yeah. Jose. That's insane. Okay. All right, let's move on, guys. Yes. Continue traveling through the Bond years, across the generations. Let's see what's coming. We still have been pretty light on the 70s. Roger's 70s films haven't even been touched yet. I know. Oh, well, shut me up. We're about to. <laughs> For Your Eyes okay. Only. Well, it's actually 1981. For Your well, Eyes Only, yeah. Bond number 12. Mm -hmm. Going back to the 80s list, guys. Still a couple okay. of huge names here. Goodbye, Cher. Goodbye, Sean Young. Goodbye, Melanie yeah. Griffith. Goodbye, Jamie Lee Curtis. But Goodbye, Ella Brown. Okay. Let's see who we got. This is our last 80s film. So, so I guess we're talking about uh, Carol Bouquet as Melina Havlock. Indeed we are. Her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sad, but this is what we're all about here today. It's Black 28, so I'm looking at 14 on my list. 14 on my list. Oh, boys, get ready for this one. It's Whoopi is Goldberg. A, oh, my God. Whoopi. Whoopi indeed. <laughs> uh... <laughs> 
Can so I just start act- by saying, let me start by saying, uh, I love, so- love, love Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. I do. She is yeah, totally Jumping awesome. Jack Flash and, and uh, like, oh, Ghost. Oh, well, Guinan, Ghost. Um, yeah. She, she and even, even the comedy stuff she did, like, she, she's hilarious. Like, Whoopi Goldberg is hilarious. Her 80s so- comedies are amazing. Uh, <laughs> But, so basically, shares looking pretty good right now. Is what you're yeah, telling me. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is that, like, so if their plan was to bring uh, Bond back to his <laughs> basics after Moonraker, then what they did is they completely <laughs> they scrapped that idea to cast Whoopi Goldberg and decided to basically make a James Bond comedy, essentially, because that's what it'd be. Yeah. It'd be Whoopi Goldberg like being stuck like in a situation with James Bond or something like that. <laughs> like you can you can you can even still cast like Carol Bouquet in the role as Molina. And still have her try to get her revenge, but Whoopi Goldberg's just like stuck along for the ride because somehow she's like a computer programmer who knows how the ATEC system works, and so they got to protect her from like Christatos men and stuff like that, right? You could write that script, Josh. Um, oh, and how would how would Roger Moore have reacted to her? I think he would have. I, she was splendid. I, I think he would have had a great time. I think he would have. Oh he yeah, he would have had it. a great time. I think he, he would have just totally straight, been amazing straight man to her. Absolutely. I, I feel like he just would have not even followed mission. He just would have like hung out with her and done like a bunch of random shit. Yeah. Like, I, Imagine just, like, like Whoopi Goldberg at like Cortina there, like at the Olympic thing they're having. And she's like, yeah. and Bond can't find her. So she's just wandering all, all through the entire thing. And he's just like bikes after her and, and like yeah. a hockey player is just trying to kill her. And Roger Moore is trying to protect uh, her. From the, like, oh man. I like this. I like it. It's it's not a good fit, uh, obviously, because Molina Havelock's you know character is awesome, and I, and I love it. And Carol Bouquet is one of my favorite. Might even have been my favorite Bond girl when we did the rankings, the Bond ladies. But this this is really bringing me joy. This chat here. This, yeah, this, this one's. Is, I was like, this is hilarious. This one. It's somewhat sacrilegious because it's not her. It's not the type of film that Whoopi would have gone after. No, sure. it's not. And no. the producers obviously would not have thought of her for something like this, but. It's it's fun to imagine. This is yeah. a totally different movie, Josh. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I enjoyed this one. I, 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 I... <laughs> yeah. All right. It's funny, isn't it, how some of, uh, well, thus far, a couple of my favorite Bond girls are protected by strange choices like this. <laughs> well, the, ru- the roulette's in my, back, in my back pocket. Yeah, I was going to say, you're, this not, is... Uh, look, it's yeah, all... Yeah, I was going to say. You're I know there's no video, but this it, is so all I think you're... randomized yeah. here. Yeah, right. Randomized, yeah. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> that was good. <clears throat> Robin Williams could have a cameo in that film too. Well, okay, then if Robin Williams did it, would be Goldberg should be. Then we also have Billy Crystal. It's maybe some kind of like, <laughs> like, I don't know, pirate. He could play Cristados. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Billy okay. Cristados. Billy Cristals. All right, guys, it's seventeen. Black seventeen. <laughs> Billy Cristados. <laughs> Billy, Billy Cristados. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's Goldeneye. Let's change gears now. Back to nineties, okay. ninety-five. So are we going to let's let's do both uh, Isabella and Famke? I think for this one. All right. Let's start then. Will we with the uh, the henchwoman? Yeah. Start with Famke Jansen's character. Zinia on top. Mm-hmm. On a top to be replaced by. Now she's quite a big big figure in the Bond world too. So we got to be careful here. Well, the roulette should. Was the roulette careful? And giving me she- black twenty-six. Uh, the roulette was not careful. Uh, we've got Kate Winslet in the role of Anatov. Really? I think yeah. I'm not going to say Kate couldn't pull it off. Oh, no, she could. She could. 
She could. Well, she could early in her career because yeah, she was doing like the, sensibility around like. Around well, that time, yeah, so. that's exactly exactly. I so think she would have let the script fly. Yeah. Maybe yeah, for the is, other role. Maybe for so, uh, yeah. Skarupka's role. Oh, yeah. 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 Exactly. Sorry about that, but that's what the roulette wanted. Yeah. I mean, she would have been, what, 20? Oh, point? no. She'd have been a bit older than that, I think. Yeah? She was close uh, to she was 30. With... So this is, what, 95, right? Yeah. Old night, right? I, so, I, and, and Winslet was born in 75, so 76. Was she? Yeah. I thought she was older than that. Okay. I would check. Uh, no, no, I'm... you're the man if you, if you got it. 75, you're right. So she's 20 at the yeah. time. Yeah, so okay. That's what I'm saying. So. Mm, yeah, she couldn't have done this. No. Well, no. Oh, she I, could, I, I think she could have done it, but it well, would have been silly. Look, it would have been weird. Winslet can basically Played do anything it. she wants. I'm just mm-hmm. saying contemporary. It would be in, It would be interesting. We'll or the that physicality that Famke put in that role. I mean, yeah. Can you picture Kate Winslet mm-hmm. 20 years old like no. with some like old admiral no. and whatever and like choking him with her thighs? Like no. I can't picture that at all. No. Nope. This is a never let go. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Don't let let go, Jack. Ah, let go. <laughs> <laughs> for Natalia, let's see who uh, the wheel serves up for that. It, it's tough, though, isn't it, with a role like on the top because you've got that that iconic performance, right? Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Number one, number one. Well, here, you know, this is really interesting because the number oh, one is Catherine yeah. Zeta-Jones yeah. on my list here. And Catherine Zeta-Jones could have fit, I think, really well in the Anatop role. But no, we've got, her, we've got her as the lead here, replacing Natalia. What do you think, Josh? I think it could be done. Yeah, absolutely. But I found that, but I think Isabella Skaruka worked just because I think of her uh, back, her, you know, her ethnic background, you know, being like uh, mm-hmm. Polish and all that. Polish Italian. I think she was a good bl- fit for being a, a Russian. Uh, she was like a satellite programmer or something, right? Yeah, yeah. I would love to have seen Zeta Jones in a Bond film. I think she's a great actor. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. That that just seems like a good fit to me. I think it's yeah. one of the realized better pinches this this day. I would agree. I mean, I was to be honest, I was kind of hoping Catherine Zeta Jones would be. Uh, if we were to flip those two, I think we would have. I think, yeah. 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 What was it? Uh, Captain Zeta Jones, was it her about her recently? Oh, yeah. On The Office, when Michael, when, you know, that movie that Michael oh. made, Threat Level Oh, Midnight, yeah. Threat Level Captain Zeta Jones to play his wife or something in that movie he made. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And um, wasn't, and uh, wait. What was Catherine Zeta Jones and uh, Brosnan were in a film together? No, no, but they were in. Well, yeah, but but they were both in a movie together. What was it? Uh, what was that? Oh, yeah, movie? something like Under the Sun or something like that. Like I think Selma, yeah. Penelope Cruz or Selma Hayek. Mm, not sure. Movie. I'm drawing a blank on that one, guys. Yeah. So uh, funny. Anyway, sorry. Okay. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. Right, uh, shall we move on then? Just yeah, these two. Let's go. I yeah. think we agreed that both good actors and both maybe if we flipped the role that the roulette gave us, we, we'd be happier, would we? Yeah. I think we, I think we would, yes. Yeah. Right, but I think Brosnan would have worked with either of these actors, particularly yep. Zeta Jones. Oh, yeah. Yes, hundred percent. And this comes back to my point that I made, you know, last season that I really feel strongly about. I think I think Brosnan's the most consistent Bond actor we've had. Red number eight, live and let die. Okay. okay. So who's replacing Solitaire or Jane Seymour? Well, there really is no one else to replace, is there? Apart from yeah. her. Uh, yeah. Rosie Carver? Let's see, guys. Let's, uh-huh. flip back. Let's flip back to our 70s lists and see. Well, this one's bouncing a lot. 
<laughs> Roulette's hesitant to get rid of Jane Seymour. Nope, not that hesitant. It's red three. Now red three here on this randomized list. I'm going, oh Sad. gosh, it's Suzanne Summers. Mm. Mm. Well. <laughs> Suzanne Summers. To be honest, you're looking you know, at another the time person. That she did, uh, oh. when she was in that, she had that small moment in, um, what's <laughs> the second Dirty Harry? Magnum Force. No, was not she... Magnum Force. She was yeah. A... Yeah, she's in Force. What? Yeah, you, you, yeah at, the very, at the very beginning of of of, of oh, the movie. Yeah. Oh man. She gets That's killed like in a swimming pool with a whole bunch of like. Oh yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, well remembered, buddy. I didn't have that. I mean, it, most people know her for uh, the role on Three's Company. She was in that scene, so that's. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's not let's not drill <laughs> yeah. down too deeply there. Oh yeah, she's so, literally uncredited uh, as. Pool I just, that's girl. why I remember her in that role because like, oh, that's Ken Summers, and mm. it's actually uncredited, and it says Pool so, Girl. What's she doing? In <laughs> 1960s uh what's she doing 73 74 guys that's what i mean she's literally magnum force as uncredited pool girl american graffiti blonde and t-bird okay so she's doing bit parts she's like extra and at this the point, rock files and tv yeah. as well and so yeah. honestly this came into her three's company career yeah yeah, yeah. and what was her first big credit then like this would have been huge for her at the time i think is what we're is what we're seeing she, if she was in a oh. Bond film in 1973, it would have been massive for her. Yeah, yes, it would, I, that would have been. been. She probably been. wouldn't even done Three's Company. Well, like Three's Company probably wouldn't even happen if she was a Bond to, girl. In to be, uh, right, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, she was in Bullet as an uncredited role, but she was also, uh, and again, I don't think she had like speaking roles, but it, she's also an American graffiti and blonde in a T-bird. <laughs> Okay, Which, yeah, she's not doing a lot of serious acting no. at this point, but she's no, doing acting yes. to get herself out there and, and noticed. Yeah. But she's using what? She's using what Suzanne Somers is well known for, I suppose, her assets, her physical feature. I mean, yep. this is what yes. this is what these are the roles she's doing then. You know, I'm not putting yes. her down, or I'm not trying to no, no, cast no. her, yeah, but yeah. that's what Hollywood's doing with her at the time. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, so, that's exactly that's what Hollywood is doing okay, with her. She's, right. she's in the Hollywood machine, basically. So then, let's ask the question: Could I mean, a lot of people give. Uh, Jane Seymour dogs for kind of being a bit blasé in her role of solitaire. Could Suzanne Somers have held it? I don't know. I, I think mean, Jane Seymour's like Britishness mm -hmm. uh, help, help, I, yeah. I, 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 I yeah. help bring some gravity yeah. to the role that there well, was. That's the thing, that's... exactly. That's what mm -hmm. it is. I Good think, point. I think it was, to be honest, I think you're right. I think it's the Britishness that helped in the role. I don't think if you would have had a the Britishness, uh, depending which, which, which on how austere and kind of distant, which kind of made her virginal. Exactly. And Susan Summers as virginal, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I would buy that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it's, especially in the roles that she was playing at the time, she would have been typecast. That I don't see her going out of that mold. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that would. And, and to be fair, it looks like in a way, in a bit too, that like Jane Seymour in the role as Solitaire or the role of Solitaire itself. Yeah, I think they were trying to convince possibly that she could have been of you know uh, there was some miscongenation there I guess you could say uh -huh. yeah. because like wasn't her mother like a, a a voodoo priestess as well that's basically being controlled by yep. Angus' yep. family so yeah. I just can't I, I just seemed like did you just insert like a sunny California blonde in there and I don't think that works at all yeah all right now, well, let's she, move, now, let's now move she, away she then. could have been Rosie Carver. She could have been like someone undercover. Like, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because yeah. Well, if, Britt just, can, yeah, if, if Britt Eklund can do that, then she can do it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move away then from Live and Let Die. Agreeing that Suzanne Somers, nah, probably not the best there. I don't know. I love, I love Big Goldberg and Fury Belton, man. That's yeah, it's good. It's good. I, I love that film now. It's my favorite. <laughs>
Okay, guys, uh, here we are at, it's Bond 23, it's Skyfall. Okay. 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 Well, let's, uh, who, so who's going to, who's going to play, um... M. M, M yeah. Oh, well, M is the Bond girl of the film. That's true, uh, because, because who's the other one? There's seven. <laughs> there's and, a, and then okay. there's Money Penny as as well, I suppose, right? I Naomi think. We, okay, so what? Who are you wanting to cast here? I mean, I do have a couple of older actors on our list. There's also for... actresses that would probably would have been a good Money Penny on this uh-huh. list as well. So, so you want you want to you want to recast Money Penny? Is that who we're deciding to recast? Why not? Well, Naomi Harris, very good in the role. I think I'm, I'm yeah, looking forward to seeing sure. if they continue with her. I don't imagine they will pass the button pass the. Uh... They were trying to die. Red 14. Red 14 on my list of 2010s. It's Jennifer Lawrence. As Money Money Penny. Penny. (laughs) I do not Uh, like this one. (laughs) No, no. Nope. No. Not at all. No, not at all. I was kind of hoping to fall on Emily Blunt because that's a perfect Money Penny role right there, but... Or, uh, yeah, I can see that, but no, nah, yeah. I think Jennifer Lawrence. She's just a bit. I think Kate Blanchett would be a good money penny. Yeah. Yes, yeah. or a good M too in that case. Well, yeah, either or, yeah. Like an, as as a, as, a, as a younger M anyway. Well, she's got the wisecracking, doesn't she? Yes, or r- racial wise, I would say. Oh, sorry, yeah. I was think. Yeah, I was thinking uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Sorry, she's got the oh. wisecracking, but she, she doesn't. Have the wise- have- no, she is a wisecrack. That's why I don't. Yeah. I'm just picturing Jennifer Lawrence doing a British accent and trying to, and like just it's and like it would be funny it'd be funny like a good SNL skit but I don't buy it at all you no, don't buy no. it no not in the Craig era maybe where she no. has to be she has to no. be actually well she can do the action too though like she you know yes. maybe, yeah, maybe this isn't such a bad that. fit maybe it's not such a bad fit I mean well, the money the money penny role in in the Craig era is far more active far more kind of powerful yeah. I mean she's still she's still what if they make know, her Canadian and, and like a Canadian or someone who's living yeah. in England and she's like oh. a oh there you go yeah you never yeah. know I can see her in Skyfall do you think of the one who took the shot right that drops Craig that drops Bond down I can see her pulling off the action sure in that scene. Okay. sure that, that's fine I can see that or, or how about a poor American girl that ended up as a prostitute in Macau at the role of Severin or something like that yeah mm. yeah I, I could Good although, good although that scene with like in the casino there with with Craig and uh, Severance actress there, I don't know if it'd be very different with Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, yeah, it would be. So let's move move away from Skyfall. Jennifer Lawrence maybe not the best fit for Money Penny, but I don't know. I think she could have done she could have done some of the action, but maybe too big. She would have been twenty two. Well, uh, uh, she could do it. She was like right in the in the hotness yeah. of her career too at the yeah. time. Yeah, 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 exactly. All right, let's move on, guys. We've got just five or six films to go through here for this little what if. I, I'm enjoying this. I think it's quite fun to be doing this. Oh, it is. Yeah. Something different. I think Jennifer Lawrence would have been a great modern Tiffany Case, though. Yeah. Yes, I can see that. You've said that to me before, though. But didn't I isn't have. that isn't that role that she did? I think in, I said um, that to you when I was reading the book. I believe. I think that's what it was. But isn't American Hustle sort of like that? I guess so, kind of. But yeah. she's kind of a crazy housewife in that movie, though. <laughs> And she's saying live and let die as well. So bringing it back, bringing it back. Oh, very good. Bond number nine, the man with the golden gun. We got two choices here. I reckon we go for Britt Eklund's character of Mary Goodnight. That's my vote. (laughs) Sounds good. Yeah, sure. So flip over to your 70s list and let's see who the roulette offers us up. And she's an original Fleming character as well. True. 
Okay, Black 20. Black 20 on my 70s list. Black 20. <laughs> it's Diane Keaton. <laughs> That's oh good night. That's good night. Yeah. But, yeah. I can picture James Bond now. Right. Don't, yeah, don't ask me about my uh, business. Okay. Don't ask me about <laughs> my business. Yeah. I love Diane Keaton. I think she's Although great. Although Claude does close the door on her in the closet. <laughs> yeah. I, <sighs> I don't know. I mean, okay. To be honest with you, at this time, she's doing The Godfathers. Uh-huh. So she is pretty big. Oh, yeah, and, she's big. And she's good, right? Uh-huh. Uh, well, she's excellent. I, she's a great actor. Yeah, she really, she's like the early, early to mid-70s, she's doing great stuff. And then she got I, in the late 70s. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly. Yeah. But she, you know, she is so I, above this role, though. Even exactly. Then, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's she's too why good. Just, she's too good for this it. role. She could definitely like, do it. Like, but again, the dynamic would be little odd, girl, and I just like, don't, yeah. I don't see it. But, I can see her uh, and Roger Moore working really well if she was in, in an older role for. Her. Yeah, exactly, yes. but not, yeah. not, uh, not this time. I don't. Yeah. No, I, I just, just not good, is it? This is just not good. No, it's a better, it's a more real cast but than my uh, favorite. Though, so. But my favorite, like, oeuvre of Diane Keaton is this time frame for sure. Oh she's, yeah, she's fantastic. She's, she's yeah. hitting it out of the park. And I think she's got the looks for a good night. I mean, she does oh, yeah. she's very yeah. similar. She, 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 you know? She's very, she's, I mean, she's not, uh, for she's going, not she was a model, cutie for, she, but yeah, she exactly. A, she was a cutie back then, yeah, for sure. She still is, but, uh, but that was like her, that was her look, right? She was like mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the bohemian kind of indie, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. not indie, but she was very anti-Hollywood, I guess, in, in her style, I guess you could say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can see that. Yep. Yeah. So maybe not a terrible one then. Just not one of the better not ones today. Not the worst, but not the best, I guess. I think it would have been nice if she were, you know, moving from Woody Allen films. I mean, she was already big in there, you know. I think if she went... When when was... um When was... uh Not Manhattan. I, like, I, I think, don't know that I think one. Annie Hall was like 78. Right. Was she in Manhattan? No, she wasn't in Manhattan. Wait. Uh, Annie Hall. Oh, yeah, Annie Hall. Uh, that was like 70... I want to say it was like 76... Okay, so no, it, was um, it was 77 because uh, it beat okay. Star Wars ah. and the Oscars. Mm. All right. 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 Okay. Yeah, well, that was pretty close. Pretty close. I don't know. Maybe, I'm, I'm just giving it some thought now. Maybe Diane Keaton could have been a good, good night. Yeah, she could have been. But would she have done that movie, though? That's the question. That's uh, the yeah. thing. Would uh, she have just... been on the radar of Broccoli for, for a role like that? I don't think so. No, I, Broccoli, I Broccoli wouldn't have been interested in a, in a figure like her. You know? Yeah, no. <laughs> exactly. I don't think he would have been interested in a, in a powerful, capable actor for that role. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, powerful, maybe not the right word, but you know what I mean. Right, yep. guys, moving on then, leaving behind The Man with the Golden Gun and moving ahead to Black... Ooh, oh, this is one I've been waiting for. This is Black 4. It's Thunderball. Um, so I guess we'll do Dom. We'll do two. We'll yes, do Domino uh, and uh, well, Fiona. Let's get rid of the, 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 the lead first, shall we, guys? Let's get rid yeah. of... Uh, Domino, Claudino Gear. Sacrifice. Looking at our 60s list now. John Connery in Thunderball, his leading lady. (laughs) It it better not be Elizabeth Taylor, I swear to God. Well, it's not Elizabeth Taylor. It's Black Nine. Indeed, it is Raquel Welsh. Yeah, I can see her as Mm. Domino. Yeah, yep. very much so. Yeah, oh, this yeah. is a good one. This is another yep. one I like. That, that works quite well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. They, I, I think that they wouldn't even need to make her Italian, you know? They could just no. make that. Make her American. I understand the literary source, you know, but they could make her, well, they wouldn't need to make her American. They could make her French. 
Yeah. Well, they didn't make her Italian in Thunderball, the movie. They made her French instead. In the book, she was Italian. No, she had an Italian brother, didn't she? Yeah. She was I'm Italian. confused. No, he was, his name was Major Javel. But she, ah, but, right. But I thought he was still Italian in the movie. Yeah, he was Italian. It's Patachi in the book. He came okay. across French to me. His name was Major Javel, so I don't know. Maybe he's, a, maybe he's like from the Piedmont, like he's in the oh. north. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's yeah, good geography right. for you, though, buddy. Well, no, but he wasn't. A t- but he was an Italian pilot in the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was he Italian? I thought he was a French. Pi- he was a NATO pilot. But he was NATO, but he was Italian. I thought. Anyway, uh, I I that. think Raquel Raquel okay. Welch. I mean, well, yes. you know what? I got it. I got it. She would have fit this role perfectly. I mean, even even the way that she looked in the mid '60s, right? I mean, she had that. And look she wouldn't that have been dubbed similar. over. No. <laughs> I thought Raquel, Raquel Welsh was French. I'm obviously wrong. No, she's American. Okay. Yeah, I thought she was. I thought she was too. I mean, she's turned out. Uh, you're right. Yeah, out, you're she, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's totally American. I think it was, yeah, I think it was like oh, in the, okay. set, wow. the late 80, late 60s mm-hmm. when she got her career kind of started with like those, uh, you know, Babes in Toyland or mm-hmm. not Babes in mm-hmm. Toyland. What was it? Uh, Valley of the Dolls and stuff like that. And, um, uh, that one million years BC. Uh-huh. I thought she was on Fantastic Voyage, but maybe I've got her confused with somebody. No, she was in that too. Okay, I think she would have been great. Twenty-five years of age, she's capable of putting down anything that Claudine Algae put in. Algae oh, put absolutely. In, you know, uh, in the uh, in the seventies on your list, I was thinking that you just reminded me of like Fantastic Voyage. For some mm-hmm. reason, I thought of like uh, Jenny Ugutter, even though she wasn't in that movie. But Jenny Ugutter would have definitely would have been a good choice for a Bond girl in the uh, in the seventies. Sure. How do you think Raquel Welsh would have uh, matched up to Connery? I they, think they, I think they would have worked well. I think they would have. I think they would have had a good time. I think it was a bit of electricity going on there. For sure. But he was good with Claudine too. He was, yes. Yeah, he was. There was a yeah. They had a little bit of uh, chemistry between them. Well, it sounds like we're just quite happy with this casting, this yeah. recasting. Okay, so the roulette's given us one that works okay here. So how about Fiona? Let's see if we get two for two. Yeah, I don't care as much about Fiona as a lot of other people do. She's a great hench figure, and I like that, but uh, I don't get too excited about her. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. He was French because his name was Francois Derval. Okay, yeah, you're right. He's French. Right. Yeah. Guys, uh, we landed on Red 32, so I'm going to 16 here, and that is it's Tina Louise. Red 32, oh. Tina Louise. Tina Louise. Yeah, yeah, she was on the on Gilligan's Island. Yeah, she yeah. was ginger. She was ginger. She was ginger. <laughs> well, they got the redhead part right for Fiona, I guess. They do. I she, don't she, see this. Ah, uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I that, mean, that's I I could see it, mm-hmm. but I don't see this. <laughs> I don't buy her as a Spectre executioner. I'm sorry. <laughs> when oh, was Gilligan's I, Island? Was it was it in uh, was it on at this time? I think no. it was actually like uh, in the mid '60s. 1964, first episode. Okay. Then, yeah, it was right, right in the wheelhouse. It was right up there. Yeah, his last episode was only out for three years. So it's actually it had just it had just ended when uh, Thunderball. uh, Wait, Thunderball was sixty-five. Okay, so no, it was still going on. Okay, yeah, cool. So yeah, sorry. For some reason, I think it was. I keep thinking of Thunderball. So she would have been otherwise occupied to be cast in that role. Good. Yeah, that's all I can say. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) There you go. Well done. I. I mean. You know, you need to have a character. You need to have an actor who can who can deliver the serious too, right? Because yeah. she did. Now, originally, uh, Fiona was supposed to be Irish. Uh, supposed to be was, was the script. Right. The original script was supposed to be Irish, and the, but because well, anyway, the cast, Fiona, she, she was Scottish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
I can't see her behind the wheel of that Mustang either, to be honest, guys. Nope. <laughs> no. Anyway, let's move on, shall we? Let's see where we're going next. Moving away from Thunderball. That's that a great a... Terrence Young scene, by the way. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I think that that was very... Um, that that kind of inspired the, the whole Skyfall, or the Casino Royale scene, didn't it? I think so, too. With the Aston Martin. Okay, it's Moonraker, guys. It's number... Uh-huh. So Imagine if it's Carrie Fisher. 11, Black nice. 11. Hmm. Sherry Fisher, that'd be hilarious. So, well, it's possible. She's on our list of 70s actors. Let's see. Yeah. Who we're going to replace Lois Childs with. Lois Childs gets a lot of, I think, uh, unfair criticism for her. I actually liked her. I liked her a lot. Yeah. She's one of the most raunchiest blonde girl names, though. Well, the raunchiest, probably. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I liked her. I thought she was great. But, guys, it's Red 19, and it's Meryl Streep. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, well, she is huge at this point. Absolutely. Like, this is what she's doing, yeah. like, like huge. Like, she just did the deer hunt a couple years before. Mm-hmm. This is the same year she does Kramer versus Kramer. I mean, yeah. she's like, she is on every friggin' billboard. She's on everyone's yeah. list. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't I'm nervous if I'm Roger Moore. I, I'm I don't, nervous. I don't, I don't, I don't see. I mean, she Meryl would have passed on it. I guarantee you. Yeah, no, she would have passed on it, especially with just the name. But she would have killed him. She, it, no, it wouldn't have worked no. because yeah. I just wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Uh, is she? Is she going to look at the script and say this is an insult you, to me? She would say, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> but she is, is only she, she is only thirty. I mean, how do we know how she felt about the Bond franchise at the time? I mean, it's it's huge. It's a monster, right? I mean, would well, you not want to put yourself into that? Something different, you know? She's an actor who likes to stretch different sort of um, yes. roles. It's yeah. true. I just, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I would love to. Is see there her. a world? Is there a world in which Meryl Streep would ever be in a Bond film? <laughs> and, and, and maybe an alternate maybe, universe. I would say yes. If Judy Dench is in them, you know, if I mean, she was playing, if she was playing like the deputy director of Central Intelligence, okay, right, the yeah. NSA, mm-hmm. I'm talking in like No Time to Die. Okay, she was like, uh, but but let's not playing forget. her current age, but not as not in like the seventies when she's like you know twenty nine, okay. thirty, okay. even early early eighties. No, I don't. Well, I I just think that she's got a sense of humor. I mean, she's in the Mamma Mia films, right? Sure. And yeah. She, yeah. she likes she's she's a good versatile actor. She's an excellent actor, probably the best or certainly one of the best female actors we've got, and nineteen seventy nine. She's turning. Would you say thirty years old? Uh, About. That. Yeah, big on every ticket. She could want to try her hand on, but she would have changed the name of the character. I bet. Yeah, but they would have just started Galabrand, guaranteed. Could you imagine if she did Kramer versus Kramer and then did Moonraker? People would be like, (laughs) "What the?" Talk about like uh, casting whiplash right there. Yeah, I would just be like, "What if you (laughs) like whiplash?" Yeah, uh, yeah. One of these things is not like the other. Well, Meryl Streep, the one that got away. (laughs) All right, moving on, gents. We're getting close right. to the end here. Okay. What do you guys think? Oh, well, I can tell you it's number five. It is You Only Live Twice. Okay. Um, so they must they'll change the whole plot of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <Different> <laughs> casting. <laughs> well, not necessarily, but I don't have... Well, they did turn Sean Connery into a Japanese man, <laughs> so I mean... <laughs> Let's just have a ceremony and get it done. That's all it takes, right? <laughs> But we're replacing Kissy, right? Kissy Suzuki. Yeah, it's Suzuki. Miyahama, goodbye. I, I have. <laughs> Who are you hoping for? Go ahead, tell me. 
Audrey gonna... Hepburn. <laughs> okay, well, it's not Audrey Hepburn, I'm afraid to say. <laughs> it's Catherine Deneuve. Wow. Oh, wow. Whoa, that's totally different. Let's just reset the film in France. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Wow, okay. <laughs> oh my god. That's Kissy Suzuki. Hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I mean, I believe if it was like a, if it was a Godard film or something like that, and oh, if wow. aware that, you know, that this is terribly racist and all this kind of stuff like that, but. I can't see this at that's, all. But... That's the most worst casting. Oh, oh my god! That's worse than like Emma Stone cast as like a an, an Asian girl like in that movie uh, Aloha or Hawaii. Was it Aloha? I think it was called. This is crazy. Okay, well, <laughs> listen, right? Listen, if we do what Josh suggests, right? If if yeah. instead of staying true to the characters in the book. They had the chance in 1967. Catherine Deneuve expressed interest in being in a Bond sure. film. They put her yeah. here. Would they use her? Would they use her? Could she fit? I mean, she could fit. She could sure. Fit. She could fit with Helga Connery. She, she could play Helga yeah. Brandt, I guess. She could be, but she would, she would outclass. She would outclass yeah, Connery, sure. though. Yeah, they, it would have to be a different role. Like, it would have to yeah. be, like, some other Helga Brandt, or some I, other, I Josh like, is right. Yeah, like, yeah, something like that. But, it, no, it, yeah, exactly. That would be... Yeah, I mean, or they would have probably done what they did before and just do Honor Magic Secret Service instead, and then cast Catherine Deneuve as Tracy. That's a great yeah. show. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that that could work. Mm -hmm. That's a great show. Well, it, I mean, it's so silly, right? Because we're dealing with a film that has a strong Asian actor. I mean, it's not, it's not fair to the game that we're playing really to have Catherine Deneuve in there. It was always going to be a problem. <laughs> yes. What I should have, what I should have actually done though, I should have just. Uh, this show was a bit tame. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> let's ju let's just agree then, shall we? That Deneuve's as a stand-in for Helga Brandt. That's the way forward. Yeah, that's okay. So Helga Brandt was a character we we're changing there. All right. Uh, okay, guys. Let's move back into the world of Roger with the spy who loved me. It's number ten here, Bond number ten. Flip over Ooh. to your seventy sheet. Well, I think anyone will be better than Barbara Bach. So it's, this yeah, is I'm looking forward to this. This is a good. This is a winner. Okay, it's Black Six. Now, on my 70s list here, Black Six, Linda Carter. Linda Carter. Oh, Very that's right. Was that, and, sorry, what was the role? Sorry. Uh, Wonder Woman? <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no. I know her role. Yeah. Uh, sorry, but which one? Uh, Anya Amasova Am mm -hmm. from oh, the Box Spike Gillespie, mm -hmm. Agent Triple X. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Now, I'll just put this out here right now. I love Linda Carter. I think she's okay. awesome. Uh, she's good, good performer. Uh, she's got... She's got chops, she's got looks, she's got character, pizzazz. I think she, playing opposite Moore in 1977, that would have been a knockout for me, personally. Yeah, I agree. But, would have made her could, career could she too. play Could she play the Russian? Could she do the accent? I think she could do a hell... She could do as good as Barbara Bach, right? I, I, I definitely... I would think so, yes. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think so. this could because you know, she plays Wonder Woman on TV, right? At the, around yeah. this time, so she's she's got action. She's got that sort of control of screen and and the idea of being an action star. The idea of being in a in an octane film, if if you pardon the expression. People would yes. have definitely gone to see this in the movie in the theaters. Oh boy! Oh, I definitely <laughs> think so. But oh, people yeah. went to see it anyway. Well, no, that's what I mean. But I just, mm -hmm. yeah, but yeah, this this actually, I I yeah, this would. When did Wonder Woman start, Josh? 
Uh, I want to say like 74. I'll check. I thought it was later. I thought it was more like 78 or something, but I, I'm just thinking, is it on when this film is on? The Spy Love Me 77? Well, because Carter is not, not really that too old yet. I think she's in her 60s mm-hmm. now. I think she was born in 51. Because mm. I remember, I remember because she was on... Uh, 75. The show came on in 75. All right, so perfect. 75. So yeah we've, yeah, we've already seen her on TV. Yeah, she would have been ready for this, for sure. She still looks pretty good, too. Like, I remember... Oh, watching, and she was uh, born in 51. By the way, I am killing it today. Well done. Well done. There you go. Yeah, I think this is a good fit for the roulette. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, this All works. Right, so, guys, we, we are down to the absolute bitter end here. We've got Quantum of Solace remaining as the only film we haven't yet discussed. Ah. So we're going okay. to replace Camille as, as our last one. For, but before we do this okay. last spin, before we do this last spin, have, have we had fun? Have we oh, had yeah, fun? this is good. I, this would, do this of fun for all, something I would do this all day. Uh, <laughs> with like every film. I would yeah. love to just... We um, should probably apologize. Remember, oh, yeah, we can apologize. Well, yeah, we, we've, only had, we've only had two or three <laughs> minutes on each of these choices, and we haven't really yeah. dug too deeply. You know, we're, we're playing a silly little mashup game here, but it is cool to, to think about recasting. And, uh, you know, sure. maybe later on we can do some work. Josh, I know your Cubby's Corner has, has already done this. You know, we've gone into the casting of these films quite, you know, I think quite deep in, in, in some cases. So this is just a bit of fun that we're having here. Absolutely. I think it's funny that we haven't fell on Julie Christie yet, though, because uh, obviously... Even in the, in the alternate, uh, in the what-if scenario, Julie Christie is mm-hmm. going to be a Bond girl. True enough. Well, let's see who's going to replace Olga Kurylenko. As... Do you guys remember the magazine Wizard? Yes. Do you guys remember that? Mm-hmm. I remember that magazine. I was, yeah, I, I got them all the time. So do you remember how they would always have their own casting and stuff? Like, mm-hmm. Do you remember yes. that? Because, man, I love that part. Like, that was, so that was many... great. And that's why I'm thinking like this is what it reminds me of. Like they have like <laughs> that's kind oh, of like what we're doing, isn't that's it? That's what I'm. Th- that's and because man, I remember my uh, my friend, uh, my childhood friend. He would get it. And I'm like, oh man, that casting works. Because I know that Josh does that all the time. He's like, man, fan casting for this. Like we would, mm-hmm. we've been talking about that for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. And so it's funny that now we're doing this for Bond. This it, <laughs> it, it, is really good. It's just like yeah, it just made me think of that when I was a kid. Like you know, I was like nine. <laughs> Ten and then you know we'll go and my my other friend at the time we would go through the Wizard magazine and, and check their casting and we're like yeah yeah it works or you know stuff like that so I, anyway, I just made me think Wizard magazine in absolute years I can't believe I pulled that out of my hat yeah no really that's when I was like collecting actually like collecting like individual comic books and stuff like well, that well that's the thing that was a really that was a really good sort of guide, right? companion yeah that's the thing is it was a really good companion for all that kind of stuff yeah. right gents move over to your 2010s chart please. Oh no! I'm sure. sorry. That's not correct. You're 2000s, right? Uh, we're, yeah, talking, yeah. we're we're dealing with uh, quantum here. That's we're dealing with quantum. 2008. Yeah. 2008. Black six on my list here, guys. We're finishing off. <laughs> I don't believe this. We're finishing off with Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I do apologize, Bond fans who thought you're tuning into something serious. Uh, Lindsay Lohan, yes. 2000. In 2008. Yeah. That was kind of. Actually, was that, that was that yeah, like pre-fall? Was that pre-fall, Lohan? Oh like, no, no, that's that's mid. That's like that, that's uh, fall. Uh, uh, that's uh, fall. Yeah. yeah, she would have been twenty-two. Twenty-two, yeah, yeah. She's not even thirty yet. That's that's the tragedy of that. But she looked forty. That was the problem. Well, okay. Guys. Oh, this is what she. No, you know Cocaine what? She, is probably, a hell of a drug. she probably she probably wouldn't have done this movie because she was doing labor pains. So <laughs> she probably would have said no thanks. Oh God. Right, now this recasting has gone tragically wrong. 
Yes. Uh, I yes. do hope. I'm sorry, Olga. I do hope I'm so for, sorry, Olga. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope for the record that uh, Lindsay Lohan, you know, does okay and she's getting better and all the rest of it. But two, yes. 2008, Lindsay Lohan, she had to be on the list. It was part of the. It was part of the the the, it's the, fine. the biometrics. Know. You know. The, the, yeah. Sure. Sure. But gosh, uh, would Craig even okay. have? I mean, he was rewriting the script, right? I mean, he and the and uh, Paul Haggis and all the guys during the writer's strike. They were I think he would have said a big bad note about casting. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, yes. Uh, Maybe okay. Christmas Jones, but uh, no, I, I still even like Jim Arterton more in the role. So. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, sorry, I mean, not, raspberry sorry, Fields. Not strawberry, Straw- Fields. strawberry Fields. Yeah. yeah blueberry sorry. Juice, whatever her name was. Yeah. <laughs> well. <sighs> Yeah, and again, here we are, right? Like she maybe could have done something lesser in the picture, but to to replace her with, ah, gosh, to replace her, yeah. no, 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 it just it just wouldn't do. I mean, Olga is just too good. Kim, Kimmy is a great. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, there's needs just... to be isolated. Needs to be distant. Needs to be kind of yep. a lone wolf. Nah, she does not have. She doesn't. I mean, is it fair to say that she doesn't have the skill? I mean, to do this. Hey, Kimmy, let's be honest. Her, I don't really know what you know, Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan's potential was, you know. That's like, a good I point, like Josh. Mean Girls, point. Mean yeah. Girls was, yeah, was excellent. great, excellent. Like yeah. her comedic yeah. timing at that time, the early two thousands. She phase dialogue helps though too. It's fine. That's, well, that's that that it's true, but we again. But Josh is right though. Is we don't know uh, her what potential she was because of, of yeah. what she was capable of. Yeah. Other than other it, than self um, destruction. Destruction. Well, the things she was known for at the time, like you know, a, 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 apart from the self-destruction, right, were lighter, funnier, like you're saying, comic timing type sorts of things. I mean, the, the, that sort of element wouldn't even have been searched out in no. this film. No. That's not what you're looking for. Oh, no. no. Uh, and when the did role she... of basically like the survivor of like a junta, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, that's. It almost feels like we've done the whole Bond series a disservice here as our Jeez. final note in our first what if. Oh man! I don't know, man. I think Whoopi Goldberg and Fear Eyes only. Yeah, that was that was hilarious. <laughs> that was gold. Yeah. Just, well, just, but just, share? Take out, just take out that awkward but baby doll stuff and put Whoopi Goldberg mm-hmm. in its place. Oh mm-hmm. man! You but know, I think we should. As oh my god, uh, no. Let's just talk a little bit just before we sign off, guys, and say goodbye. Let's just uh, share with our audience the other actors who are <laughs> in the list. Yeah, the other the other actors in the lists of the decades. Okay, uh, in the '60s, we did not talk about the roulette. Did not have any interest in Julie Christie, Audrey Hepburn, Bridget Bardot, Vera Miles, Natalie Wood, Anita Ekberg, Elizabeth Taylor. Much to uh, Jeff's gratefulness. Claudine Cardinal, Elizabeth Montgomery, star of Bewitched, uh, Joanne Woodward. No, no interest in any of those. Our roulette did not have. 1970s, so we think of largely Roger Moore, who he might have paired up with. Sissy Spacek, Susan Sarandon, Faye Dunaway, Barbara Streisand, Goldie Hawn, Pam Greer, Olivia Newton-John, Margot Kidder, Lonnie Anderson, Helen Mirren, Farrah Fawcett, Carrie Fisher, Romy Schneider. The roulette looked over those actors. 1980s, again, still with more, moving into Dalton. Kirstie Alley, Michelle Pfeiffer, Sigourney Weaver, King yeah. Basinger, Kathleen Turner, Kelly LeBrock, Brooke Shields, Daryl Hannah, Rebecca De Mornay, Jennifer Jason Lee, Sally Field, Susan Sarandon, mm. and Molly Ringwald. <laughs> I can't. Molly Ringwald is just like, yeah, I don't know about that one. Mm. Like, well, late, late 80s, it could have maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. 1990s, <laughs> he's better than Cher. A John Hughes Bond film? Kick it, a John Hughes <laughs> well, Bond obviously. Yeah. That was Home Alone. Bond. We she got that, it's Bond. Home Alone. 
1990s uh, yeah. actors on the list that weren't touched by the roulette Winona Ryder Diane Lane Julia Roberts Nicole Kidman Meg Ryan Uma Thurman Jennifer Connelly mm-hmm. Tiffany Tayson uh, Cameron Diaz, Cameron, yeah. Kirsty Swanson, and Nev Campbell. You know something? I mean, looking at these lists so far, the only list of actors and actresses or actors and bonds that doesn't seem to match up is, or the only one that does match up really well, I think, is the 90s. And that's because I think Pierce Brosnan can act with anybody. That's the way I look well, at it. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, uh, yeah, move, I, moving on. Uh, you know how I feel about that. I'm a bit biased. I can't um, picture Winona Ryder as a Bond girl. Even the Brosnan era, wasn't mm. she kind of like crazy? Was that the point when she's... She <laughs> no, well, you mean her thing? klepto? That was her yeah. klepto years? Just yeah. watch out. She'd been like Roger Moore, stealing all the suits. Um, yeah, yeah. She, she hadn't reached her Stranger Things territory yet. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. In the 2000s, we had Drew Barrymore, Angela Bassett, Ro- Rebecca Romaine, Jennifer Lopez, uh, Penelope Cruz, Marion Cotard, Reese Witherspoon, Selma Hayek, Jennifer Garner, Jessica Simpson. And Sienna Miller, Kate Beckinsale, <laughs> Carrie Mulligan, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Kate Hudson. Now, I mean, we only had three films or two or three films there yeah. in the 2000s to yeah. deal with. So it's a little unfortunate for those actors and for the game, I guess. Uh, 2010. Garner, I could probably see in yeah. a Bond yeah. film. Uh, oh, yeah, I, well, I can see Selma yeah. Hayek in a Bond film, too, yeah, to be honest. Oh, of that era. Uh, even like uh, Angela Bassett uh, or something. Or, um, yep. Penelope Cruz, Penelope Cruz, for sure. Sure, for sure. Yeah. The other films yeah. from the uh, the Craig era that um, include... Beckinsale, I guess, as well. Maybe a, a oh movie. yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. I think she's a cool person. I like Kate Beckinsale. She's funny and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think I haven't seen anything like acting wise that really kind of you know blew me away. But well, guys, uh, the most recent decade then finish us off. These are the actors that the roulette had no interest in: Scarlett Johansson, Kate Blanchett, Natalie Portman, Michelle Williams, Emma Stone, Emma Watson, Charlize Theron, Kira Knightley, Rachel Weisz. Uh, Rachel McAdams, Anne Hathaway, Kaylee Cuoco, Cherise uh, <laughs> Ronan, Natalie Dormer, Emily Blunt, and Victoria Pedretti. Now, there are, it needs to be said, and we kind of disclaimed this at the beginning, there are a lot of great actors not on these lists. This had a lot to do yeah. with Hollywood box office uh, production value compared mm. to budgets of the films, what sort of um, what sort of demographics were being relied upon in the later films compared to the earlier films to draw on the actors. I was trying to think about all of this, so there are a lot of single, uh, there are a lot of white female actors on this. I'm quite aware that it probably wouldn't yes. pass, probably wouldn't pass the test uh, in today. Yes, but hey. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you had some fun there. Now, guys, just before we close, I got one thing to say to you. Okay, I'm going to give you the opportunity to choose one of these casting uh, changes that you have to greenlight as producer. Oh. What's it going okay. to be? One that we've come across today. Any one? I think I think like. you know the answer. I think you know the answer already, my <laughs> friend. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, right. But no, you, yeah. you, everything you're saying about for your eyes only starring Whoopi Goldberg is predicated on the addition of her. I'm talking about the replacement of her. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, let me think about that for a second. Um, Jeff, do you, have, do you have yours or? Well, I, I no. got I've got mine. I got mine. Okay, go. Yeah, go. Uh, I started out by saying that I think that Demi Moore for Christmas Jones would have been the best switch up and i'm sticking to that i'm really sticking to that i think that she in place of denise richards would have been awesome for pierce brosnan's bond i really would like to see that so i'm I'm gonna stick with that one so thank you roulette for giving me at least one thing that i can think about with some seriousness (laughs) when we leave here what about Uh, you jeff um i think the angelina jolie one hmm Angelina Jolie, there we were talking about her for it was uh, Jinx. More, uh, yeah, for Jinx. Jinx. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. another day. All yeah. right, Josh, what about you? So outside of my love for the Wolfie Goldberg thing, uh-huh. 
uh, it's, it's a tough one because I'm caught between two of them, but I don't know. I think I agree with Jeff. I think Angelina Jolie as Jinx is probably the best like casting okay, thing they're cool. about to relate did. <laughs> okay, so. right. okay. And we yeah. all know what the worst ones were, but uh, it, it, it was good fun. I, and I think it would have been funny if Elizabeth Taylor would have been in Diamonds Are Forever. <laughs> yeah, it would have awesome. been. It just it just didn't happen that way. It just didn't no. happen that way. But if we yeah. had chosen three or four, you know, a longer a longer feature game of this that we could do some night over beers, we could just spin the roulette, choose three sure. names for each, and then thrash yep. out which one would be best. You know, if we wanted yes. to do that for a long format show, we could probably do that and have sure. better better choices. But this was have a, a one, lightning round. A lightning <laughs> round. But this was a one and done thing, guys. And I think yeah, we yeah. had good good fun doing it. So, oh, we did. And let us know what you think too. Uh, get in touch with us at bondbynumbers3 at gmail.com and tell us which of these choices was horrific or which of these would work in your brain. Or indeed, give us your suggestions for the alternate yeah. Bond ladies Absolutely. universe because it's Ooh. been a lot of fun throwing this out. And uh, yeah, I think we're going to need to take some time to decompress some of these I selections. Think so. Yeah, the whole like Whoopi Goldberg and the share uh, share like that is a darkest timeline situation there. <laughs> right, guys, look, it's been fun. Uh, thanks for coming down this little rabbit hole with me, and uh, thank you guys out there in the world for uh, for tuning in in the listening world. And we hope that we've given you some <laughs> some cause for smile. Yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, stay healthy and stay safe. Absolutely, yeah. We'll see you again back here on Bond by Numbers very soon, indeed. Take care, everyone. Thank you.